0: Too high. Four,
1: three, oh, two, one. Mister Hennigan, you were talking in the background.
0: Yeah, Brian Hennigan is—he's worried about the link. He's waiting for. Oh, Joe Rogan. The... Dot live. Yeah, I should tweet it. Right? I didn't
2: even yeah, tweet it. I'd... Tweet it. I'll tweet it while I'm talking to you. Douglas Danhope, the mayor of Bisbee.
0: Wow, you're That's becoming your... the mayor of L.A. That yeah. should be your thing, man. 300 square miles of studio space? <laughs> uh, Twitter. I knew when I pulled up... Well, we went, the Uber dropped us at the wrong place, but then we walked a few buildings down, and I saw a pickup truck loading Epsom salt into a side door. I go, yeah, that's flotation tank shit right there. We get the right door. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. Going live with Douglas. I only did uh, flotation tank once for a, a shoot at your house for the man show and you had the one in the house and we were doing it for a shoot, so you can't really sit back and enjoy it. But for that thirty seconds they shut the door until they go, uh, action you're like, Wow, this is fucking
2: weird. It's fucking weird. It's weird and it never stops being weird. Like even though I've done it I don't know how many times, every time I do it it's fucking weird. It just it's a very strange feeling and you could shut it off anytime you want. That's the best part about it. Like I love the fact that I could just get out of it. Like if I if you want to do shrooms or something like that, that's a commitment. I mean, you're in. You're yeah. in 6-8
0: hours you're not and you shaking don't know where it. you're going or who's going to call or stop by.
2: Yeah, you can't that you you're not shaking that. You're just not. It's going to get you. I tweeted it. Good. Did You get it? All right. yeah. Beautiful. Um yeah, but the tank, you just get out. It's awesome. You just open the door. It's over.
0: I I'm sure there's some kind of uh upkeep that's necessary that I wouldn't do and I'd forget and I'd go on the road and I'd come back and there's bushes growing in there And you know what you should do you should start a tank center in Bisbee If you nobody has money to. in
2: Bisbee, you don't, it doesn't have to cost a lot of money You get like one or two
0: tanks, and you just rent them out all day long Yeah, it's uh, again. It's uh, like people have like disability is the biggest form of income there I bet insurance will pay for it. Maybe I made that up. Mm-hmm. You should probably check.
2: <laughs> um, I think that they'll. Well, I think it's a form of therapy for sure. I don't know Still, a lot the point is, injured. I'm not
0: good at upkeep. I know you don't have to. We have hire kind of somebody. an above ground pool that is just nothing but algae for eight months out of the <laughs> year. The dude! I moved into a house once in Encino. And
2: uh, Nobody had lived in it for I guess like over a year and they didn't do anything with the pool and the pool had become this green pond and There was schools of mosquito larvae swimming around in the pool Like I was like what in the fuck is that like you could see them. It was the weirdest thing man That's a problem with the we're getting rid of the fucking thing Dude, Dude, it it was a real problem like I was looking I was like you've got a like a big stew of life out here. (laughs) There there were so many
1: mosquitoes, it was
2: crazy. There were like little schools of fish. I was like, this is madness. All these little things are blood-sucking little vampires. They're going to fly around and find things to bite.
0: And where I live, there's no other body of water for 100 miles other than my above-ground pool.
2: (laughs) Isn't it crazy, those little cunts? You can't kill them off. They just find (laughs) a way to just breed. and, and Like, back east, they're way worse. Yeah. They're way worse than they are here it's something about the weather out here i guess that keeps them in check the worst by far is alaska that i've experienced have you ever experienced yeah, yeah. Holy shit, man! You get out of the car and they just swarm you like huge. you can't bel- Huge and super aggressive, and they only live to be like three months old. So when they're going for it, they're just fucking going for it. It's like some wolf shit. It's like survival of the fittest. <laughs> with but it's the weirdest thing ever. They're like they're a different thing. Like we have an idea. Oh, mosquitoes. Yeah, they're annoying. They get you. You slap them. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, this is a swarm. This is hundreds of them in your face, in your eyes, all over your mouth, everywhere, instantly.
0: Yeah, we have no CMs The pool was cool when we got that house. Uh, It's above ground, but it's on a a slope, so there's a deck on one side. So it seems like an above-ground pool because you're above the pool, but it's still an above-ground pool, and it's only four feet deep or something. Right. But once monsoons hit— Look at that.
2: Oh, my God. Uh, That's mosquitoes in
0: Alaska. We're looking at what looks like a swarm of birds. That's the worst part about Naked and Afraid, if you ever watch that show, is the bugs. Like, I could go a month without eating. i do that anyway. I'm a drunk. I get my calories from the mixer. Are you, do you have to stay naked? Like, Can you make clothes? I don't know how much they cheat. Oh, no, they, they have made clothes. They We're, have made clothes. Yeah, I don't know how much they... Yeah, the Fake producer it. says, yeah. okay, you can make the beaver cloth, but you can't make a full, like,
2: hoodie. They do it with every one of those shows. They, they'll call those shows reality shows, but there's a certain amount of, like, plotted out ideas. And you can see them take place.
0: Like, you could see, like, the act, you, you see acting in people. I, I, I have a whole chunk in the book. That I'm here to promote. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, but about how I, I'm, I'm glued to reality just to find where they're lying. All right, that's obviously. This is not fame. I like the name. Yeah, I don't know
2: who came up with it. That's beautiful. Fuck yeah, dude! You're an author, like a legit author. How did that happen? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but you look like you've written two like legitimate books. <coughs> that's pretty fucking interesting, man. That's a you're a different kind of person to do that. Like that's, um, I've always felt like a, an extra. I mean, one one of the things that I love is you actually wrote this too. Yeah. Like you wrote wrote this. Yeah. There's no yeah. guy. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with those guys because that's probably the only way you're going to get a Joey Diaz book, right? Right. Yeah. yeah if a guy's right. not going to write it, right? Yeah.
0: Get a guy. Yeah. Get a guy. Well, Joey Diaz could sit yeah. and tell you all his exactly. stories. Yeah. He could tell them right. And if you have a guy, I'm just I could never trust anyone to write. So
2: hard so hard I've, I've talked to so many authors uh, or writers or journalists even that they'll hand in a piece and then the editor tweaks it and changes it and, and the, uh, an editor got fired from the daily news for doing that pretty recently because the guy had attributions in his story the different studies and shit or where where he got the information that was in it whatever the, the version right. and then he got a pu- accused of plagiarism when he has the original document that he sent to the publisher, that oh, was, so that w- the editor yeah. was the plagiarist. Yeah. The editor just That's decided we up. don't need to tell people about that. They made a weird judgment call and they removed the references. Well, you know attrib- when you do
0: interviews, how yeah. often they fuck up what you said? Yeah, like I remember, I was the winner of the Montreal Comedy Festival. Yeah. Like, there's no winner in 1997. No one wins. It's, yeah, like, they don't understand what that means. But yeah, if you if if you read. Which I don't on purpose now. You read an interview you did. I didn't say that. Now you're making me look like a dick, and other comics are going to see this interview. And I didn't say it like that. You're like the only guy that ever won a comedy competition that people don't
2: hate. (laughs) You know? Because you won San Francisco. Like, everybody But that was
0: after that was done. Like there was what do you mean? no one. No, it wasn't a big deal anymore. wasn't it Back you in the versus 80s, Dane Cook? Yeah, but we were both completely unknown at that point. Right, right, but still you weren't unknown in the comedy world But, but the point the, is the, like the nobody competition got mad at you itself for it. in the you know, late 70s 80s was a huge deal That's yeah. when Robin Williams and Ellen DeGeneres, right. by the time I did it it was me and an unknown Dane Cook and, uh, Right, I think competitions are fucking weird when it comes to comedy.
2: Like, that's a, you're changing what it is. I like the festival idea. Festival's nice. We don't have to make it fucking Star Search or whatever, whatever you know, America's Got Talent. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's uh, just
0: shows. That's what the country wants. You I know, compete. they do. But here's Battle the thing. Battle Royale.
2: It did introduce a lot of people, like when they started doing the, the stand-up show, the fuck it is. Last so. Comic Standing. Yeah, Last Comic Standing was the introduction that a lot of people got to a lot of good comics. You know, I mean, that's how people found out about them.
0: Yeah, but as long as you know going in that this is rigged. Yeah, when you're doing, I just did uh, Seattle. I played up there while the Seattle competition was going on, and a girl I know was in it, and I had to. No, you first of all play to yourself. The judges are going to be people like fucking morning show hack, AM sports talk DJ, whoever they can get. It's not real. Just you know, do your best. If it makes you work, that's why I liked him back in the day because it made me work. It made brevity important. I have right. seven minutes. Cut out the dead weight in this joke. Get uh, you know, hit your fucking beats. And but I knew that it's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's um. I'm sure I won because I was way cooler than Dane Cook, and I hung out and drunk with <laughs> drank with the fucking producers. And well, wait, wait a minute. Why would you say that? I mean. Wouldn't you just
2: win because you did a great job? And really? A funny human common. beings
0: aren't oh, you Isn't know, it possible?
2: What? What But it, San Francisco? Aren't they a little bit more open-minded and intelligent than the rest of the country?
0: Well, the people just that slightly. hired the judges the producer <laughs> I forget her name that I hung out with the whole three weeks and we drink yeah. and have fun That probably helped but they appreciated you before that. Hey,
2: I was when, the judge like a you, year or two later. Sweetie, when I, I don't when, like you being self-deprecating. When, won, bo- you okay. when you self-deprecating.
0: when James Inman won, I was a judge. You're one of my favorite comedians.
2: It bothers me when you self that. When James
0: Inman won, I was a judge. Any other questions? He's still a good comic. James <laughs> Inman's uh, a funny guy.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I say <see> he's funny. <laughs> but hey. Look, my point is, last comic standing
0: let a lot of people know about Yeah, Alonzo Bowden, you know, half round. Alfie May Hefron. was the first year yeah. he lost to Dat Fan, which I s- said on Twitter is what killed him. Oh. <laughs> he couldn't get over the shame even oh. 20 years later or 15. Is Dat Fan still around? <laughs> I've looked him up and I, uh Every here and again, you remember Dat Fan, and you search to see, and there's occasionally he'd be playing a casino. He was a guy that I felt like there was some really unbalanced hatred towards.
2: It was very odd. When he won last comic standing, people were really mad. There was a certain percentage of comics yeah. that were really mad. And let me tell you something. I was there when he had a set, and he fucking killed. He fucking killed. Whether or not you like that kind of material or not, there was like he got a, a bunch of hatred. It was wasn't just he was a, you know a young guy like wow what what is it create? because Eliza won last Comic Standing when she was like three years in right I think she yeah. said did she say, didn't she say that yeah. uh, three or four years in I hope I don't say the wrong years but I mean that's kind of the same thing along the same lines right like you, you're getting in like re- but if you do it you do it sure if you, win, you, you win yeah
0: if you, you get eight minutes to yeah. kill you could break it up and for whatever reason
2: man people were so pissed at him because he was kind of fresh to comedy right like he hadn't been doing. well it he, that was long, right? he was ridiculous
0: he was one of those scientists yes. that you hate he sat down and he'd graph the laughs per minute he's getting based on his recordings of his sets and he really did that yeah on, on last comic standing he'd have oh, these graphs wow. of laughs you know mm. that's interesting why do we hate that I don't know. We were talking about this on a (laughs) podcast yesterday where, like, all the people that you were trained to hate were talking about, like, Carrot Top in the 90s. Like, you hated Carrot Top as a comedian. You kind of had to hate him, and then he beat Bill Hicks for some comedy award back when they had comedy awards. Uh, Well, it's also the prop thing. For
2: whatever reason, a prop comic is a lesser man.
0: Right, but Which he's so actually—he's the last guy that's going to interfere with us. He, no one's flipping a coin between Carrot Top and Joe Rogan. Right. Well, yeah, and but
2: I—I I think there's enough to go around, even if they were like,
3: well, who gives a shit? But it's I'm just saying weird. all that
0: hatred, and we were talking yeah. about Dennis Leary, mm-hmm. who I listened to on Stern, and I really loved the interview. And I like Dennis Leary, and I realized it was just all that he stole Bill Hicks persona mm-hmm. thing that I just hated him for that. And right, you get old, and and yep. you go, I, I don't really give a shit. Yeah, and when do you let it go? Right. Yeah. When do
2: you let now, it now? When we're yeah. old
0: and go. Yeah. What the fuck are we doing? Silly.
2: Yeah, we were joking around uh, before the show about uh, I had to send off an email and you're like He's probably talking to someone on Twitter. No fuck your mother like imagine (laughs) being that guy That's just still doing that all the time like god damn, man. That'll rot you I talked to Owen Benjamin. He's like dude. Sometimes I don't sleep. I'm like listen to me, man You got to stop doing that because Owen will fucking go to war on Twitter all day and Jamie Kilstein Jamie Kilstein was on and he was pretty open about like how he would be when he was all social justice warriored out, he'd get crazy with his phone in these arguments where he couldn't think of anything but he was constantly pulling his phone out and checking and what did they say? What did they say? Well fuck them, you fucking cisgender piece of shit or whatever the fuck (laughs) it would be. (laughs) Like you get you get mad with it, you get obsessed. I just say don't do it folks. Avoid arguments. In real life And especially when you're arguing down. You might be, you know, you might be like going to war with someone who's on your own level.
0: Yeah, argue up. There's a a couple of recent things where friends of mine are arguing. You know that you look like a fucking open when you when you have these arguments in business with people who are far Mm. your underlings. Yeah.
2: Well, just... I mean, I just really feel like we should try for meaningful discussion with friendly people. And just... Figure out what the fuck we disagree on. But
0: that's where I get trapped. Is I'm the guy that when the Jehovah's Witness comes to my door, start if I'm them. in the mood, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna prove them wrong. And the less sense they make, the harder that fucking wood is to knock on. Dude, the I used more.
2: to. That used to be my thing. I'd always want to argue with people about, uh, especially about like if someone like had, had some ridiculous religious belief. I would always argue with them about it. And now I'm like, I don't, I don't care. Like as long don't as i are nice, I think it's, I think it helps a lot of people, I really do. And it, and it, even if they're not right, here's the thing, if you live like it's true, it it is right while you're alive. If you live like it's true, like we look at it like almost from two dimensions when there's like multiple dimensions to the idea of religion. Because even though it probably, there was never a time where a guy came back from the dead, there's probably never a time where a guy walked on water but if you buy the idea of this person and this person's goal for humanity and move toward the directions like moving towards love and compassion and treating each other as equals, I mean, that's like the whole Jesus thing. So even if it's if it never really Yeah, if it's happened, a weird superstition that yeah. was the catalyst to make you a decent person. Yeah, I think like all human things, it gets poisoned along the way. But the idea behind it, if, even if you don't think it's true, if you treat it like it's true, It is true. Like, you really will make a better world. It sounds
0: like super hippie. No, that's twisty wordy shit. Hey, if you have some mental illness that makes you believe that you're driving a Cadillac, you're driving a fucking Cadillac.
2: But you know how we have laws, and we have, like, certain ways that we behave, and we have just, like, agreements with how we dress, and the, the words we use, and the phrases... If there was a religion that was all super positive that we just all agreed to adopt just the same way we adopt all the other things that we do in our lives, all the other normal shit we do with like the way we decide to dress or cars we drive— just adopt that in there too. Like this is, this is just how we behave. We behave as, this, we, if we, as if we are souls in a vessel created by the great one who knows everything and has a plan for us all and we should be kind to each
0: other and move in the direction of love and harmony. I mean, that's basically what all religions well, at their be best say. then there'd be some cocksucker that says, oh yeah, uh, that great entity just spoke to me directly mm, in my bedroom and we're gonna have a different sect of this that's perfect religion. There's uh, a fucking
2: funny show on Netflix about that the unbreakable kimmy schmidt no. she's a woman who's in a sex cult who's in a like a, a backyard like trapped in a basement for like months with some i don't know i mean i don't know how it was years i think it was supposed to be it's a really funny show though and she yeah, that, have you seen it wait Hennigan? is it
0: a show or yeah, is it it's a, a show
2: it's a sitcom on netflix it's called the unbreakable oh, yeah. kimmy schmidt i think tina fey is one of the yeah. people the creative people behind it Fucking funny show man, like really funny. I am like, so
0: overdue to get caught up on Netflix binges. Oh, man Yeah, it I, seems like it's been two years of just as uh, something I got to do. I need new ones I, I I need to catch up on old ones uh, plug Nathan for you have you watched Nathan for you on Comedy Central? No, what is it is one of the funniest fucking shows ever? completely underrated you have to Understand what it is going in. It's basically like a bar rescue, but a fake. Uh, it's basically a hidden camera show, but open hidden camera. It's like a, a bar rescue kitchen nightmares. Nathan, uh, what's. Uh, God damn it. Google it. Nathan something Jewish. Uh, Nathan Fielder? Nathan Fielder. And wow. he's a. Uh, yes. He does, like, it's for small business. He, uh, he helps small businesses, this guy. It's, he's so uncomfortable to watch. I, I can't do it justice. Really? You have to watch Nathan for You. So these people yes. with small businesses think it's a real show, and they, they come on, and he helps them with their problems. And it's, it's, it's so amazingly layered in... Watch the one with the, uh, the guy that has the uh, TV shop. They can't compete with Best Buy. Oh, yeah. And there's so many layers. I put it on my phone. Right. I trust you I, implicitly. Please, watch it and then tweet about it, because it's fucking brilliant. And I, I'll just embarrass it by trying to explain it. If there's anything, any problem that I have with Netflix, is
2: that sometimes I don't know what I'm looking for. You know, like, there's a lot of shows that turns out like, whoa, there's four seasons of this? And you never heard of it. Like, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm that and it's totally possible because there's always some fucking new musical artist And I go who the fuck is that and I'll go to their Instagram page. And they have 14 million followers, and I'm like, oh, it's me I'm that old man.
0: I'm that old man who doesn't know jack shit We had a, the uber coming here was this old probably Armenian guy probably 60s racist trigger uh, Stop the show <laughs> he uh, He's listening to what I assume he thinks people want to listen to. And it's all this shit. I couldn't name you a fucking Jay-Z from a... That kind of right, shit. Right. I don't know any of it. And I'm about Racist. to say, hey, you don't have to play this for us. <laughs> but then I, I saw him... Lip-syncing to the lyrics and tapping his fingers oh. on the steering wheel. I'm like, wow, how out of the loop am I? If fucking sixty-year-old foreign Uber, Uber drivers <laughs> know all the words to these fucking songs? But you've never been a music guy. <clears throat> no, you no, don't I, like music. No, it's not it's something. To, yeah, How's I, that possible? I mean, I have songs I like. You know, Kimmy, what's a great song? Like, Doug Stanhope hears you. He oh, yeah. Sits back. Most of the new songs that I've I've learned, I've either heard playing in a store or on a commercial. And I go, ah, that's catchy. Cha-cha-cha-cha-cha, Do like- don't you know that I love you? <laughs> yeah. Cha-cha-cha <laughs> by uh, Jimmy Luxury. It's Is that real? Of, yeah, it's from, like, 1997. It was on the soundtrack of the the movie Go, and then they disappeared. You can't even find where the band is now, but it was on a Corona commercial, and I love it, and I I use it as intro music all the time. It pumps me up. There Mm. you go. Sing a song. Whoa, give me some volume. See, I'm just seeing the video on mute. I'm into this song. This is great. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. He's going to have to have headphones. This is great. <laughs> Don't you know that I love you? I'm always thinking love you.
2: I like how these gals are dressed like they're 1950s cover girls. What is about that look, right? That like cover, you know, pinup girl. That's what it's called. 1950s pinup girl
0: type of look. What is it about that? That's Dunno. so appealing. Uh, maybe it makes fat chicks look good.
2: <sighs> How dare you. Doug Stanhope, do you not realize? It was a different day
0: and age. You, but you can't say that anymore. Those days are done. What, what's wrong with a fat girl looking good? What's wrong with you, you waitist? <laughs> I just found out what ableist means. Do you, ableist. Know ableist, now, do
2: you know, ableist. I, so I'd read, I, I saw someone write ableist. I'm like, do I really want to go into this one? it It's
0: got to be a, it's uh handy Exactly. All if right.
2: you're a person that doesn't you have a mental. You can keep changing death, the words, yeah. but if, if, if you are mocking someone who is like literally stupider than you. Low watt gurgler yeah, in a high exactly. back chair. Exactly. You're, you're you're an
0: ableist. If you call people idiots, you're an ableist. Yep. <sighs> What about humor? that's how, uh, what about the, humor? The, what, that was my last special I did a whole bit about it. it's called the euphemism treadmill Where <laughs> you can't say retarded because but retarded was the clinical term because before that they were called imbeciles and morons Well, they were called mongoloid idiots. Yeah, and then that's it,
2: what it was for kids with down and syndrome, They kept changing it
0: and then we kept making fun of them with the new name So they had to change the new name to something else and then we'd make fun of them with the new name yeah. And I, the punchline to the entire long bit was you know, if you went straight clinical definition, American Medical Association, and you said, oh, uh, and you made that stick, that's what I'm going to make fun of you for when you slip on a banana peel. <laughs> oh, you just exhibited some of the lantoaxial instability usually associated with the trisomy 21 genetic disorder, you fucking <laughs> stooch. <laughs> It's not funny. My son was bored with the trisomy 21 chromosomal imbalance. <laughs>
2: if you- uh, yeah. There's certain things you can make fun of, though, right? Yes. Still, white people. White people are fair game. You could be racist as fuck. Sure. Especially if you're a white guy. You hate it's white people. Like making
0: fun of lawyers. They mm, laugh exactly. along with you because yep. they own everything. Yeah. Lawyers are a good one to make fun of. But you can't make fun of Jews. Well, yeah, Jew is just one of those words where it's all in the inflection as to whether or not, you fucking Jew. Whoa. Yeah. Right. It's all about hey, the no, Jews. Hey, no, you know, the Jews are uh, uh, people that, uh, well, that's fine. Right. But
2: if you say Jew. Yeah. Like you say, if you say I'm all about Jews, that's okay. Yeah. I'm all about Jews. I just like hanging out with Jews. <laughs> that's it. Only <laughs> Jews. People would go, hey, okay, you're in the right okay. town. Like, you'd be okay. Like, that's all right. People accept that. But if you're like, God, I'm tired of all these Jews. Unacceptable. <laughs> unacceptable. Well, I, I overdosed on Jews. I was just around nothing but Jews
0: for, like, months. And then See, I just saw a few I, too many. I wanted Armenian in my life for a few days. I, I want to talk to some I guy. I never do sets. <laughs> if I come to town and I'm hanging in the comedy store, it's to talk to you and drink in the back bar and hang out. Hey, do you want to do a set? No fucking way wow. do I ever want to do a set for normal people. <laughs> I... I paid my fucking dues. I made my bones to have a small niche fan base that are unoffendable. (sighs) Doug, I got news for
2: you, okay? I hate to do this to you again, but they're here. Like, your fans are here. Your fans are are in L.A. They would love it if you did a set there. Like, it's not like they, they wouldn't go. They're there. Like, you have a lot of fans, you fuckhead. I know, but I Stop don't- Stop it with I this, like, small niche up. group. That's horse shit. People know you're funny. I'm tired of this. I'm you talking about nuts. when
0: it's just a mixed bill of yeah, fucking love you. scattershot- shot. There's 400 people. I bet 320 of them are your fans. First of all, you know this. Well, you still do some shit. I saw you- last time I saw you, you were doing one of those weird shows where people just called out premises. Yeah, stand up on the spot, and you fucking destroyed it. And you told me afterwards, none of that was planned. You had none of that in your holster. All of that was off the top of your head, which is fantastic. I was high as a kite. I barely knew what I was saying. It's but f- <laughs> for me to do material, I can't do fifteen, <laughs> 15 minutes. I don't have a. F- I have a f- one bit give that's me fifteen hug. minutes. Just
2: give me a, a mental hug. Just come into the embrace of the comedy store. Just stop this. this- uh, but- it's why why nonsense. would I do it
0: outside Out of my to us. own comfort zone? To us. I don't you are don't, in your comfort zone. Your comfort zone is everywhere. If I went it's up on stage, if I came to town, which I rarely do, Out I get to see you and a million people I never see all in one room. And everybody loves to see you too. But if I went on stage, then I would have this whole anxiety, well, that sucked, and I, then I'd be apologizing for my set. Oh, great set, says Greg Proops or someone, and then you're like, it wasn't good. I forgot this tag and that tag, and I, sh- rather than just hanging out and enjoying myself, so fuck a, fuck a you set. You
2: know, here's the thing, though, and this is, I'm going to say this with all sincerity. There's oh. more understanding and camaraderie at the store right now than any place I've ever been at any time and even when we have bad sets like people have, someone will have a bad set and like how was it dude I did not connect with those people like someone will say you know we'll be rather talking about what went Fayedville, wrong rather do it Fayetteville
0: Arkansas than the comedy store in but front no, of but, my peers i rather eat thing, shit man. somewhere you, no one will you, see it you talk about
2: it and you learn something from it and you it's like it's a weird environment but it fosters new shit it fosters new ideas and
0: taglines and which I was going to say about Twitter battles. I got so much good material out of fighting these (laughs) whatever it was at the time, MySpace, Twitter, Facebook, before that, news groups, and getting into these angry, ugly arguments. I'm writing. I'm writing paragraphs in defense of, and guess what? Oh, I have 15 minutes because some stooge annoyed me on an (laughs) alt.comedy.standup news group. And I spent all night fighting. Accidentally, wrote a new
2: act. That's actually probably a good use of it. If you could, see, so you and I are very different in that regard. I would rather just not talk to those people. But if you did want to go to war, which I used to do, you can get some material out of that for sure because you're forcing yourself to think. Like anytime you're forcing yourself to, like I found that like the best shit that I ever write, I write completely free form. Where I don't know, I just like like I'll. I'll I'll just start thinking about uh, any subject and just start writing. I'm not specifically trying to write jokes, and on on the way, I can like s- kind of suck those jokes out of there.
0: Do you do that? Like, how uh, do you? Well, well, it depends on the the, the premise, but a, uh, the best premises I have, I write like a defense attorney. So <laughs> that's and great then you can plug it. in the jokes afterwards. <laughs> right. Once the justice has left yes. the, the the courtroom, I'll rise. Then you put in the fist fuck jokes.
2: Yeah, there's there's a got. It's super important to have a balance, right? And you got to find out where that balance is. Like when you can get away with a premise. You know, you got to stack it just right. Like you just you stack it the wrong way, one way, and you look like you're patronizing and you're full of shit. Stack it the wrong way, the other way, you look like you're a sexist yep. or a Republican in
0: secret. Oh man, do I know. have notes? <laughs> <laughs> the new current current climate. Yeah, I'm sure, right?
2: Imagine working for a television show. I wanted to bring this up. I'm glad we just got to talking about this. Sam Cedar got fired yesterday.
0: I missed this, so clue okay. me in. I just saw
2: someone uh, on yeah, Twitter here's saying... the deal. Sam Cedar, who's uh, uh, a heavy left-wing fellow who um, was apparently in some sort of a dispute with the alt-right. I don't know what was going on. I think it was about Roy Moore. Like, there's yeah. one of those things. And, um... They pulled up a tweet of his and took it out of context from 2009. Yeah, that's And what the I read. tweet was, I'm going to paraphrase it. I don't want to fuck it up. Jamie, actually, Jamie, pull it up so we can find the exact tweet. You know
0: he, that if you paraphrase it, you're going to sound funnier than he would. Ah. <laughs> I don't it wasn't fu- that funny, Rogan. Edit your act. If I was going to edit your act,
2: this is how I would say it. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> Did you find it? He just actually just one minute ago about he, this. Here's essentially what it is if you can't find <clears> it. <throat> you gotta
0: find it and you gotta find the cause I, I don't wanna I can't, fuck this up. I can't tell you how many times I've told Hennigan about no this comic, you gotta see this is a great comic. They do this bit and I do the bit for him. and he's like, Oh, that's funny and uh and then he sees them he Oh, you do it so much better.
1: <laughs> that other guy's got too many words. <laughs> He's using too many words. He's that was Irish and, and s- lilted into retarded. Distracting you with the middle premise. Oh, it's not funny.
2: <laughs> um, but anyway, MSNBC got a swarm of emails. Like they, these people, like attacked. You know, these alt-right fellows attacked and uh, started saying that this guy had tweeted a, which essentially a rape joke and that we would never sponsor you and we're going to like contact your sponsors this is what he said you got a thing covering over the yeah, it's, uh, yeah. it's a picture of it don't, he, care he if oh. oh, t- don't care i e oh go don't care r e polanski but i hope if my daughter is ever raped by an older truly talented man with a great se- oh i but i hope if my daughter is ever raped it is by an older truly talented man with a great sense of mise en scene mise en scene I don't know that's what it is Is a here's the part here's part of the problem he deleted this which he regrets doing but it's a part of a series of tweets all of them that criticize people's support of Roman Polanski because Roman Polanski had raped kids but he did really good films and he was like do you know how fucking disgusting that is he was essentially saying this is a horrific way to look at this like this guy raped a baby right he raped like a 13 year old yeah Right. So this was a part of a series of tweets all expressing this, and that was clearly satire. And MSNBC capitulated, and they fired him. And uh, I, you know, I don't know him. I know people who do know him, some that like him, you know. And it's, uh, I just, I, it's just not, I don't have a dog in this fight, but that's crazy. That's crazy. If you look at what this the joke was, and the, the fact that he deleted it, and then on top of that... Yeah. Is he apologizing for it? No, he's not. He's Ex- good. He, he's not what he did was he made a video explaining what the joke was why he said it and The the fact that it was a part of a series of, of tweets that he said But it doesn't matter once that fucking outrage machine. I was just asked if I regret my tweet from 2009 I regret laziness led me to delete it. I would never regret criticizing rape apologists and I agree with that mm-hmm.
0: Fantastic. I don't know Sam Cedar. I don't either, but I know that he could probably start a podcast and make a decent living and not Have to work for someone yes. who's gonna fire him. Well,
2: he ha- I think he has his own show Minority Report, right? Isn't that his own show? Yes. Is, he- is that his own internet show cuz that's what he- Plug it! Yeah, and you know, and here's the other thing He is a he had a dispute more than once I believe with my good friend Sam Harris And he accused Sam Harris of being an Islamophobic. Name sounds familiar. Sam Harris is a neuroscientist. Some people don't like that term, they don't. Um, (laughs) He's an author, Runs has a podcast. He's essentially an intellectual, very, very, very smart guy. One of the smartest guys I ever have on my podcast. So what was their beef? Sam Harris believes that all ideologies are inherently dangerous and Islam is very problematic. And Many people on the left think that when you criticize Islam that you are some sort of a racist. You're akin to a racist Whereas if you criticize Christianity, you're someone who's just not a rube, right? It gets that weird (laughs) thing because of brown skin and people's desire to not be perceived as racist so they go way overboard with it and
0: Which is what's happening with the me too thing where you go. I see all the benefits of people coming out, Mm -hmm. and it's putting the fear in a fucking everybody. Who did I fuck 20 years ago? Exactly. No,
2: but I just wanted to just, for Sam's sake, like, he's not a racist by any stretch of the imagination. He doesn't like ideologies. He doesn't like something that makes you think that God wants you to kill people. He doesn't want, I mean, whether or not you interpret that the way the Christians do, I mean, there's not a lot of people killing people over some shit from the fucking Old Testament. You know, there's no one out there enacting the the rage
0: of God for people wearing two different types of cloth, right? Because Christians are generally better off. Financially. Yeah, once you get a lot of fucking toys and, yeah, you you dismiss a lot of that, I should kill myself in the name of blank. That's
2: a fucking good point, you know, and I've always wondered, if you look at, like, the Middle East— You're not looking at, like, lush tropical forests and beautiful beaches like Brazil, you know, where everybody's happy and they want to play fucking volleyball on the beach and do jiu-jitsu. Everybody's having a party. No, it's not.
0: Yeah, Saudi princes, yeah, yeah, they still wear the garb, but then once they get behind the gold-plated palace doors, yeah, there's dicks swinging and fucking champagne flowing. But outside, it's all just sand right like think about poor that. people yeah that have nothing better that's why jesus works in the M- M- mid-east i mean M- midwest where you're in fucking yeah. indiana and you have fields to plow and it's going to be oh, shitty gray uh, angry weather and yeah oh. maybe jesus is the only thing getting you through another year another harvest and you put a marble on the highway and it just sits there
2: Thump it, it doesn't keep rolling. There's no hills, bitch. (laughs) There's no hills. It's the fucking worst. Indiana is
0: the worst state in the fucking country.
2: But even in Indiana, if they found gold and it became like Qatar or some shit, they just, you know, they found oil. They found like some crazy new patch of oil. And all of a sudden they started building the world's tallest building there and all the the same kind of shit they do in Dubai. I mean, Dubai apparently is insane now. They have indoor surfing things in Dubai. In the middle of that, you get a, a surfboard and you're indoor surfing. You could ski indoors. They have indoor skiing in Dubai. Yeah.
0: And you're going to have that here in the compound. Do you have a name dun. for this uh, new uh, studio it establishment? Compound. It's kind of worn. And, yeah, and but plus
2: I think Anthony Cumia, Anthony Kumia, who I, I have to give his props to, he's probably the reason why I started a podcast. It was first of all cuz he was a part of Opian Anthony which was the first time I ever thought, like, I really like doing radio. Like, the way Opie and Anthony yeah. did it.
0: It was great. We would come in. You, you love doing it, too, right? Yeah, but I remember first doing it, going, wow, am I the shitty episode? Because no one really talked a lot. We just had fun. I know. It, it took me a minute to, yeah. oh, they just decided to do what they wanted to do with radio. I just thought I was boring, because there's no bells and whistles and fake laughs.
2: And To this day, I don't think Opie and Anthony got the credit that it deserved. Because I think that they let us, they let us they're like they're the best show. They were the best show ever. They don't exist anymore, unfortunately. But they were the best show ever to go on as a. Do comic. they exist uh, in their own world? They do. I know Anthony if, does. He OP still was, has his uh, OP thing. Op re- was recently fired. I don't. I don't know what. I didn't is know his if status. he started his
0: own thing. I don't know if he. Can. I don't know if Norton's still doing his thing with Sam. Norton is. All Norton's right.
2: still doing his thing with Sam, and Norton does a thing with the UFC too. He does UFC All uncensored right. with Matt Serra, which is hilarious. And Norton also does the Chip Chipperson podcast.
0: He does all that on his own now. Yeah, I've never listened to it, but I've I've been tweeted about it enough to know that it's a character. Oh, it's hilarious. It's so uncomfortable.
2: (laughs) It's so good. It's one of my favorite things that he does. It's fucking amazing. You want to see a video
0: of it? Go not pull. right now. No, no, okay, is, okay. you know, it's, <laughs> it's we're in good a, a live broadcast. I know, but I will pull it up sometimes I, I hated making people listen to thirty seconds of cha cha cha. It was good. I liked right, it. Good. Let people know. A lot of people don't know.
2: There's a lot of shit people don't know. You know? <laughs> There's only one way to find out. Someone has to tell you. I find out from commercials. So that'll help. That'll work. You know?
0: I know Corona still sucks as a beer, but I like the song that you wow, used Thank how you. How dare you? Are they a small like a Corona
2: with lime. If I'm in some tropical climate and I want a beer, but I don't really want a beer. Yeah, that's
0: a... a I want a soda, but I want to stay drunk. You mm-hmm. know what a Moscow Look. mule is? Yeah, what is that? It's uh, some drink, but they uh, there was a surplus of copper at the time, so the guy in order to get rid of copper, said, oh, you have to drink it out of a copper cup. And it was just a big ruse. And now copper, <laughs> it's going to be in a copper cup. And I don't know how they did that with Corona and a lime. Oh, no, you put a lime in this beer. Yeah, that's it, true, it, right? It, Why it, does it
2: have a lime? And every is. now and then someone sticks a lime in a Dos Equis, and you're like, what? <laughs> like, what is this? What is this? Wow, you've become judgmental. Yeah, I'm a little In your old judgmental. Beer drinking years. Yeah, I get weird. <laughs> you know, I get weird when it comes to drinks. But Corona's not a bad beer. It's just it's like not right. a strong beer. It's, it's it's fine. When I'm in a place that's dark I like to drink real shit. I like to drink like an IPA or a Ugh. Guinness or Jack Daniels That's what I like to drink in a dark and I like a, a dark wood environment This with is some shitty neon lights. This
0: Your studio is a great dark. This is a, a bar that like, I would go to. I would dark, go to a yeah. Dark hardwood bar. It's a little
2: bright. I'd be like, it's kind of annoying in this place. If, like, if, it, you know, cameras weren't on, we'd, well, we'd considered it. For day drinking, this,
0: this is. No, if you came out of that bright sunlight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This would be You Came into this, you go, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, brick. Especially if it's hot outside, which, by the
2: way, it might get hot here any minute now. There is a fucking fire in Ventura, and the winds are insane right now, and the fire v- through Ventura is just tearing things apart you've got the uh, alert on my phone and the uber drive over What? be it's, careful it's, warning warning it's bad man i mean it is bad and it scares the shit out of me because i, I you look have at kids it, somewhere yes there's that for sure um but what it scares the shit out of me is that in the short term i think most people are going to get out of there if they prepare and move accordingly but you gotta you gotta realize what this is like this is something that when you get a fire this size, it's burned. Back that up a little bit so you can get the numbers. Just in today, it's burned 45,000 acres, destroyed at least 150 structures, and forced 20,000 people, 27,000 people to evacuate. And they can't stop it. They don't have enough manpower. When when something is this big, and it's this strong, and the winds are this fucking crazy, you look at how those trees are blowing over sideways. And these fucking houses are up
0: in flames. I mean, it's how do they even have enough water? I don't have no idea. Where I live, City Hall just burned down. The City Hall building, and just them putting the fire out, everyone's <sighs> water went out. There was not enough water. You couldn't turn on your taps because they used it all to put out <laughs> City Hall. I wonder if there's like a chart
2: where you could see, where you could go back to 9 11 and then post 9 11, how many women got impregnated by firefighters? like how many because remember when firefighters like after 9-11 remember they were real yeah. heroes yeah no. people have kind of like taken them for granted until they do something to actually
0: save your house I but used like, to do that bit about the, after 9-11 firefighters and cops were getting so much hero pussy they were launching it like a rotted octopus out of out of uh, <laughs> what do you call those slingshots slingshots wrist rocket they'd have to swat them down with tennis rackets I had this whole bit about <laughs> hero pussy they, so true right yeah, no not well then the war came and then all the that was I think the bit was all the troops are getting the hero Pussy that 9-11 first responders used to get and now they're just hanging around bars going, remember me Yeah, man Do you know Google has this
2: crazy thing on its phone that I was paying attention to recently where you um, you say something like hello My name is Doug Stanhope and then it translates it out loud to someone else like through your phone They talk to your phone and they'll say, you know, me hablo Pedro, and they, they go through the thing. It translates it, and then it changes it in your ear to what English is—the English version of that.
3: Babblefish.
2: What's it called? Babelfish. No, yeah. but that, that's what something it was. like that's it. what yeah. it was
3: on the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh,
2: uh, okay. <laughs> so, applefish.
3: Yeah. As a I would, sort of I parody saw of Babelfish,
2: I saw this. It's a new feature on this phone called the Google Pixel, mm. and I, I said, I don't think people. And you have to have these Pixel earbuds that do it. Or you could actually do it through the phone, I think, without the earbuds. But I don't think people understand how crazy this is. Mm -hmm. Like, if they're just starting this thing out, like, it used to be you couldn't really talk to your phone. Now you could, like, you could do a Google search by just pressing that speaker button and say, Who is Brian Hennigan? And then (coughs) it will, boop, in, like, seconds, it'll pull up your Wikipedia. Who is Doug Stanhope? In seconds. Like, what is going to, if they can do this thing right, we're going to have a thing in our ear like a little uh, earbud. And you're going to be able to talk to people all over the fucking planet. It's going to get super strange. People that uh, speak Arabic languages. People that in, in South America. You're going to get... I
0: still... Every, every So many of these technological advances, I think about you and your bits back in the day. Why do they have all these things on the cell phone that replace what a cell phone is? Yeah, well, the idea was talkies. like, why are
2: you making me read?
0: Yeah. Text yeah, me, some, yeah. it takes me four buttons to make an, X, uh, an, an S. S,
2: call me, <laughs> just call me. Back then I would have never thought that text messaging would become popular. Like there's a bit that you could never do today. I could only do that bit in 2005. Yeah. When it, when it was real, like people were starting to send you text messages. Like what the fuck is this? You would get it on your phone you'd go, why don't you just call me stupid? Why are you making me reply with my thumb? Well like, that's because slow it, and it, awkward?
0: it shows how much you don't really want to talk to your friends. I don't want to have to say, hey, how you been? What's going on? How's the kids? How's your sister? I just need one simple response. I respect Joey Diaz for that. Joey Diaz will not do that with you. And I think he's right.
2: I've been thinking about it more and more lately. I have these weird text message conversations with people. I'm like, why am I even doing this? I need to look at you. You need to know I like you. Like, we're friends. If we're going to socialize, don't fucking
0: text me. Hey, how's it going? Th- that's a bar no. conversation. Yeah, you can't do See that. me in a bar. I yeah. don't want to sit and catch up via right. text. Hey. How about that one? Been a long time. Hey. Yeah. How about just yeah, hey? Yeah, hey.
2: Fuck is this? What are you, twelve? Your kid get my phone? Your kid's got my phone number, motherfucker? What's going on?
0: Hey. See me in a bar and then sit down and say, Hey. Are and you twelve? What? Hey. Hi. You can say
2: that to your friend, like hey, hey. Yeah. Yeah, but I we already, usually that's the extent yeah. of
0: what I have to say anyway. Hey. You got it all out hey, of the way. High five. Yeah, you can't high five on text, but you probably that. have a, an emoji. You can't hey on text. And You uh, know what you definitely can't do?
2: You can't yo. You lazy fuck. You want to talk? You ain't got shit to say. Yo.
0: <laughs> I need affirmation uh, that we're still friends. Just well, it's yo. it's kind of part of the business. We're not going to be close friends over a quarter of a century just because uh, of text messaging. I don't live in your town. You're going to lose brownie points if you just type yo. <laughs> You're going to have to have, like, yo, um,
2: are we still having lunch? <laughs> yeah. Yo, are we going to the game? Like, yeah, yo. I texted
0: you a week ago. Hey, what time are we doing that podcast? Because he's supposed to set up other shit around it. But and I've said in parentheses... That I don't want to do. So I'm glad you didn't get back to me. <sighs> I'm so glad I helped you. Yes, you did. <laughs> With my procrastinating. Oh, Rogan, I go Rogan's podcasts are like nine hours, and uh, yeah, we're not going to be able to fit other ones in.
2: It's unfortunate. But what is fortunate is, mm-hmm. this is not famous. It's available right now, ladies and gentlemen. Joe Rogan's stories are in there. Oh, beautiful. It has an index. I do. Have a, I have a lot of fucking name drops in there. We, have, we had some good times. You know, that the, the story that we were talking about in question, you have to read about in the book. But it involves Doug Stanhope and I in the desert, the the day. I'm sure we've talked about it on podcast.
0: Yeah, I know we have too many times. And then afterwards, going to that Lakers game a few days later. Yeah, that was a weird one, right? Yeah, in the height of 9/11 patriotic fever, I was like, "This
2: is nuts! You guys are going crazy! Like you're standing up for a basketball game." This is.
0: I remember when you picked me up at Curson for that game. Mm. You had a, I I don't know, an SUV of some kind. It was probably a suburban. Was that the was one I was pissing UConn out? Yukon Denali.
2: Yukon. Yeah, At a white Yukon I... Denali and you were pissing out the door while we were high on mushrooms, going sixty five miles an hour down the highway. Down Doug's the got the door open and he's like pissing out the door. he probably pissed all over my truck.
0: But this is as the war is kicking off. That's yeah. two thousand three, I believe. Yeah, March. we saw the war. We saw the war kick off. Um like it was the Super Bowl, like yeah. it was planned. I spell all this out, mm-hmm. and
2: you—well, you said it. I remember you said it. You—you you said, "Oh my God, there's a kickoff." We were.
0: This we... is how ahead of the curve Joe Rogan was with technology. Because when you picked me up in that, that's the first time I heard GPS say, "In 400 feet, take a right onto the 101." And also, you had cell phone video because you videotaped me pissing out your door. Yeah, that's 2003.
2: That was 2003 you know the best picture i ever took on my cell phone this is like affirmed the need to have a camera on you at all times i was in downtown la and there was this overweight black hooker with a crazy wig on and sunglasses and she was eating a meatball sub and i looked over and she goes hey baby and she pulls her tit out and she's got her tit in one hand and i took a picture of this see if you can find that it's i know it's out there i know it's out there I couldn't, it's, it looked so amazing. I, I couldn't believe it. And I took it with one of those Motorola flip phones back yeah. in 2000. Because we were filming Fear Factor, downtown L.A. And this lady was walking around with her tit out. I was like, this is hilarious. She was smiling at me, like laughing. And I took a picture of her with her tit out. And uh, it, to me, to this day, it's like, now I know back why then, I then, they technology. wouldn't even know <laughs> that you're taking a picture. Nobody knew anything. <sighs> Nobody knew anything. It was like, to, to think that just a few years later, the iPhone would come out. You know, 2007, the iPhone comes out, and now you can't imagine anybody not having one of your things. If you're around someone and they don't have a smartphone, you look at it like they're some kind of
0: freak. Uh, Becker is the only one, yeah. Matt Becker, my oldest, best friend from forever, still doesn't have a cell phone. Yeah, my friend Steve
2: doesn't have a phone. His wife fucking hates it. There it is. That's the picture. That's a real picture. Please take a screenshot of that and save it for me because I keep losing it. Why do you say that that's a wig? That makes me so happy. <laughs> 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 but come on son look at that picture she's enormous she's got a meatball sub in her hand it's the perfect picture Jamie I want you to order up a, a large oh, sh- HD version of this have some scientist convert that we're going to make a poster out of that that needs to be on the wall okay. 100% at least a I, meme I put it on YouTube, if nothing else way. a no, meme no don't put it on YouTube but you've got to remind me of this Get the crew on it. We need a f- of that photo on our wall. That's my, one of my happiest moments. I swear to God, I went back to work. I was fucking howling, laughing. because That old lady was funny. She looked at me. She went, mm, you want some of this? And she pulls her tit out. And then she smiles and starts laughing at me. All the while, she's eating a meatball sub. That's a great
3: picture. It's a yeah, beautiful she, person. She's
0: palming that sub like it's a, a, a 45 in an Old West shootout. And God help her tit. The way she's got a
2: death grip on that tit, it's like she's got some sort of a cobra choke on that's, it. Yeah, that's
0: that's how I have to choke my dick to keep it up when I'm drunk. <laughs> you get the,
2: almost like you're holding a cock like ring. cue. Yeah. Like, you get a, like you're making a bridge. You're pinching down on your dick.
1: <laughs> oh, you fucker, you stay hard. You fight the booze. Fight the booze, Mr. Penis.
2: Yeah, that's a great picture, though. That's an important moment for me. Because I'm like, okay, now I know why I'm into this stuff. It was so I could capture that picture. I was happy for days. Because I remember looking at it going, that's real. Like, I always see those. You see those crazy pictures online. And you're like, who took that? What happened? But I took that. I was there. Like, that was real. Like, it was real. I didn't pay that lady. It was just happened to be. I said hi to her. I had my phone out. And she looked at me and pulled her tit out. And I hit the camera button and I got it. It's like, it, it wasn't supposed to happen. (laughs) <laughs> that, is, that is your sailor kissing the girl in Times Square. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Hennigan. You're right. Planting the flag at Iwo Jima. Exactly. Thank you. Exactly. Thank you. I'll accept that. I feel like it's my magnum opus. I'm not joking. It might have been the rog- best thing I've ever done. Rogan oh. needs a cocktail. Yeah, I got ice right here. I don't like that that lady is doing that for a living. I don't. Well, I she's wish, not doing it for a
0: living anymore. Probably dead.
2: But I wish her prosperity and happiness, and I hope she found Jesus the next moment after I took that picture. And then, but you I, can't fix everybody. Like I, sometimes
0: you just got to let people be crazy. I remember, uh, well, several people that have women of a certain age or uh, look, where they go, yeah, what a, what else? What else am I going to do? I'm going to suck dicks for a living. I'm going to go out on the street, and mm. you go, you couldn't. Like yeah. you, no yeah. one's, But then you you watch like cops or something where you see a lady like that that's getting yeah. caught in a pickup truck sucking some old dude's dick, and you go, I guess you could, you could, if she could, you could, so you could. She's Be- empowering to women, is what I'm saying. It
2: entirely depends with it, the male about, uh, on how horny you are, because if you're crazy horny. I've done some bad things We'll do some terrible things We're monsters Bad, bad things Bad, bad animals It's a bad design The design where you have to get rid of cum all the time Is a terrible design It would be I, way I better do, if it I was do like tears I quote you a lot
0: It's an old bit of yours that I quote a lot Is your uh, <laughs> post-cum depression Is that how it goes?
2: Uh, post-nut depression Yeah, yeah.
0: That f- yeah. feeling that like, Which what? is so like I, I really believed I liked her Yes it wasn't until, uh, and as the semen is rifling out of you, you go, oh, oh, oh I misled her. I know. <laughs> oh, my God. I misled myself. Which, you that's where you get scared with the Me Too thing. Mm. I know I didn't rape anyone, but how many times might I have led a woman astray with... Uh, Promises of everlasting love and harmony just because I was drunk and wanted mm. to fuck her and then Didn't call I was inappropriate afterwards. I didn't do the uh, hey um, I don't think we're right for each other. I yeah. and she's stewing about it somewhere and wants to- uh, you can't me to me it, Yeah, definitely can happen like that, right? It's like you got to re- leave
2: room for all possibilities because I think that to trust everyone That comes forward with a story Like you you shouldn't but you should be open-minded about all the points of view like I would I'd hate to see Someone get in trouble for something they didn't do because they dated a gal and she hated them And so she made up some stuff and this has happened before oh absolutely people you got to be let me give you an example Please do how many we should clarify because this is a touchy subject no wouldn't. I I know you're not a sexist by any stretch of the imagination
0: in support of the uh, alleged witch hunt, because it is making people who are serious abusers. And there's one I fucking want to out, but I, I don't You ha- don't have to, but it's no, real. I'm not going right? to.
2: But you know that it's real. And then you know that people in positions of power like that, who have people working under them or dependent upon them in that way, they will prey on them and do weird shit to them. And they've been doing it forever because they can get away with it. And that seems to be like, that seems to be how this town... In a lot of ways was designed
0: it's how the whole porn industry was set up
4: Hmm, you but,
0: but you have to there's a willingness on both sides Hopefully well, I think that there's a lot of girls that will fuck you for a part I don't think it's that see that's not the thing. It's not like um, again There's a million yeah. st- the me Too encap- encapsulates a lot of different stages of sexual abuse Variances oh, you from know I always
2: like to think of it. I, I have a sister mother rule like, Especially as I've gotten older like I've, I've thought about this for so long and I feel like you have to treat Every like if you're and you have to look at every situation like what would that be like if I found out that happened to my mother? What would that be like if I found out that happened to my sister? I mean, if you go to children, then it gets really crazy yeah. and you get super psychotic because you're protective as well. Well, although I'm very protective of my sister, you that, the, you got to almost look at it like that. And I don't think we get taught that enough. You know, I think it takes us a, a long time of living as an adult sort of figure out like who's the dick here is it me or is it them or is it am i making bad choices am i arguing with people and getting these weird relationships with people that i really don't belong with in the first place maybe i need to figure out who the fuck i am before i do this like there's all these different things that happen in a relationship and a lot of times along the way people get into some
0: you know some weird spaces in their life you know man show the secretary that we had, mm-hmm. you weren't around for a lot of it because you were doing Unfortunately, fear factors no, 14 hours a day, then man show for four hours, then you do an hour at the comedy store, and you sleep for here, 30 though, minutes about her. But no, we, but I know what you're going to say. I'm, I'm just like the, the amount that we abused her on what we would think is a comedy level. Me and Andy, not you, you weren't there. But, we, but we would she, fuck but with she her. would do it back to you guys, too. Yeah, yeah. It was
2: a weird, but if it was on paper?
0: But if she had a of change context, of heart right now and right. said, oh, I want to be part of the Me Too thing, and mm. here's my story because I want to be noticed. You can't do it to me because I'm not famous, fortunately. Do you think this is one of those, like, swing one way
2: and then swing back and normalize things? Or do you think that yes. this... But I think it might be. But as time goes on, I wonder if... I just this is and this is not this is not saying anything like in in any way. Uh, I don't want to be judgmental, but I have a weird idea that men, women, when they're working together in small boxes for long periods of time, year on year, that becomes their environment, and that becomes the way they think about the outside world.
0: This as is as it does community. with us. The, yeah. This is really important because in comedy. Even the man show remember we had to do sexual harassment training yeah for a show that's basically about sexual harassment yeah. and it was but in comedy, yeah, we think that we can get away with all this shit. So I find myself extrapolating that on a people that are in a workplace. I don't know what it's like to work in an office where the boss says, hey, you can move up to assistant uh, regional director if you watch me jerk off. I that's know. a different it's a different of, thing
2: and it's that's a real problem and it's the man show is the only
0: time i've kind of hit like the, the a, corporate world the cross corners of mm. comedy meets corporate where yes someone might yeah. be in the story i have in here that i couldn't have known when we turned this book in final draft that this current climate would exist so so there's a bunch of stories where do you remember man dick what was that? Mandic, he was like an uh, assistant producer-director guy. He was one that we all fucking hated. He was just a, a, a ruthless douche. And then when we went up to, this is the story that's in the book, at the Bunny Ranch, and Dennis Hoff tells us both, hey, you can have one of my girls on the house. Carrot Top has fucked my girls. So-and-so has fucked my girls. And Rogue is like, uh, first of all, not only am I married, but I wouldn't want to be in that litany of... Names that you dropped that have other celebrities that have fucked your hookers. He's like, no, no, I wouldn't drop your name
2: We played pretty women Remember that pretty woman for those the, the ladies that worked there. Remember that? Oh, what well, that was the the gag?
0: We did yeah, for, no, I don't remember anything weird, we did man. on the man
2: show. <laughs> it was weird. It bummed me out Because like they were crying and some of them did were a saying, montage. Yeah, that they wished that 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 had been the case and that Someone would come and rescue them. I was like, God damn it. Like, this isn't funny. Yeah, like, isn't it, it funny. took this... a turn. Now I, yeah. I, I remember it now that you say it. Dude, for me, man, I was like, oh, God. You almost like, I, uh, I've i adopted a lot of dogs in my life, you know, and uh, I've taken on a lot of uh, friend projects, especially when I was young, that enough things have happened to lead me to believe that I have a, a lot of, like, uh, rescue and parenting type f- feelings about nurturing people that Feel like they're in danger by themselves. I'm very vulnerable, so when I see something like that, I'm like, "Oh Christ!" You know, I just you realize you don't you don't really realize because you know you don't see their lives on a daily basis, but you realize in that moment, you're like, "Oh, this isn't funny at all." And you know, there's no way to like you think things are funny on paper. Like you think, "Ah, this is gonna be funny. We'll show uh, a bunch of prostitutes uh, a video about." A uh, lady who was a Prostitution prostitute, going the well. Guy yeah. met the perfect guy, and they, they fell in love, and and it worked out, and so he rescued her. Mandick.
0: Hmm. I don't remember that. He's he was a, a an assistant. Yeah. He was in charge enough that he uh, okay ab, yeah. You know, absolute power corrupts absolutely. Well, he wasn't absolutely uh. powerful, but he was absolutely fucking annoying, and we didn't like him. But we I still have this offer on the table. They're wrapping up the shoot the last night. They're picking up all the equipment. I'm talking to Air Force Amy, who's this veteran hilarious hooker she that's been funny. up there. Yeah, she fucking carried me through that whole thing. We just sit and drink at the bar and laugh at everything right. inappropriate and talk shit. And I go, "Hey, we get this freebie from Dennis Hoff. I know he's going to have to pay you. So, uh, how about I just uh jerk off in front of you while <laughs> you dildo yourself. You get paid. We come back to the bar." Yeah, great. <laughs> She's dildoing herself. I jerk off. Come back to... I come out of the room, which is right around the corner from the bar. I'm covered in a t-shirt with my own jizz. All I need to do is wait to find wardrobe. I get a new t-shirt. I walk out. This guy that we hate is wrapping up. He's walking up the stairs as I'm walking down the few stairs to the bar. And I go, man, Dick, great shoot. Good hair. Fucking hug it in. And I hug him in front of all these people at the bar who know I just jerked off all over myself. And I'm smearing oh, it into Douglas. a... B- this and is everyone... probably illegal. Yeah, uh, you done ev- that's, a to a crime. that's a me too. That's a me too. That it... guy's from the corporate world. I smeared him with jizz to humiliate him. Oh my god. How fucking wrong could I... Like, I, It's terrible. I should you be completely outed for that. I hope you that. made
2: this up. It's in the book. But I hope
0: you. I'm fiction. I'm selling a whole book of hashtag me first, not me too. Ah, Interesting. <laughs>
2: I, uh, I want to say that this last piece by Mr. Douglas Danil was fiction and uh, Well, I had to wa- change his name, but it was a
0: nickname Man Jamie dick.
2: was telling me that uh, Trump's lawyer said that he tweeted for Trump, Trump said something that was fucked up Trump's lawyer was like, no, 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 I tweeted that one for him
0: That's Oh! <laughs> Alright, I've been getting a lot of tweets that say, hey, my lawyer wrote that, and I'm like, yes. I don't know. I didn't know That's what it what meant that is. Come on, how fucking funny is that I, yeah. have a, I have a whole chapter about pulling my dick out Oh. I used to do that all the Excellent. time. I'd go on stage naked or pull my dick out. I remember those days. Time. Yeah, the dark days. Yeah, and I, was th- lore. I was I was I was thinner than so so, so today. I, I just I, have a different meaning. I gave him a bunch of pictures <laughs> Hennigan here the 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 Scotsman I pulled out a I pulled my dick out in front of Bert Kreischer on a podcast two nights ago He's I can't remember it. I can't remember why <laughs> we were so fucked I've been begging him not to air it because I don't know what I said, but Bert's i seen Ari's dick about a hundred times well so for the book, I sent a bunch of pictures with Hennigan to pick and choose and then they took all these dick pics of me in public. And I'm like, You can't have all the picture sections, just my dick. So I had to hmm. decide. So this one I decided on this not having any idea. It could be so perfectly timed. The top one is me with my dick out in a kilt in front of a blind guy at karaoke while oh, he's singing, that. having no idea. But the one below it is me. Starting to pull my <laughs> dick out in front of Louis C.K. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I jerk God. off in front of the abusers. Wow, dude, you're fighting crime. I didn't have to block the door. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he didn't block the door, folks. By the way, that's not that's not real. Apparently, that's like something
0: that like gets passed on like an urban myth that juices up the story. I'm I'm saving this for uh, tomorrow. I'm doing uh, Dork Forest with Jackie Cation and Laurie Kilmartin. So I'm saving the nice. bulk of my Laurie Kilm- my uh, Louis C K for that, just because they're ladies. I want their again solid opinion. But I I I have to make this so spacious time wise because I don't want to out the person. But I was doing comedy and I was. Uh, a comedian I, I knew back in the day when we were young in another millennium. Just blame it on Ralphie. She, she said, you're never going to guess what I just did. I just watched Louis C.K. jerk off in the ladies' room. And I went, what? She goes, yeah. I said, hey, would you? And she's like, I don't care. And as we've caught up many, right. many years later, she goes, yeah, I just did it because it was funny. I, really, I did it because it was a right. story to tell. Right. And I said, are you coming forward? Because afterwards, when she said, when she told me that, I go, you never watch me jerk off. You gonna watch me jerk off. And I pulled my dick out and put on porn. Did she watch you? Well, no. She just said, yeah, I don't care. Whatever. She, I'm like, oh, it's no hilarious. fun if you don't watch. The way I remember it is that she remembers yeah. me saying, if you don't like it, don't look. Either way, it was just a goof. She were. I think you have to stand up, too. I think what we
2: should do to normalize this whole Louisiana thing- Hang on.
0: The important part of this is when I said, are you going to come out? She can't because she just did it because it was funny. Right. Of course. And she would almost be put in a place where she would be as a- It's people like you that made him into a monster. Right. Like Right. We were just kind of a goof back then. It, no one cared. It's only weird. And it was very polite. So when I heard the Louis C. K. stories later on, I just assumed it was like that. Like, yeah, he yeah. was very polite. Hey, would you watch me jerk off?
2: Well, I had heard from someone else that had talked to someone and had gotten like the story from Louis and their version of it through the grapevine, so don't take this as like verbatim, was something along the lines of no, it was just he thought it was silly. To like pull his dick out and take pictures with them. And that I had heard that he was saying that it wasn't. He didn't actually masturbate in front of them. That was like one version of it. So I was like okay. Well maybe that was what. And then the full story came out. And I was like oh okay. And then. Someone had said yeah, but he asked them first I was like
0: oh boy. Okay. Well, what are okay. we doing with this? This, this so is like, another right? important beat is me my story Happened before he was in any position of power other than comics looked up to him He was right. still writing for comics that might have had some power at at best I don't think it was a power thing. Necessarily, I don't think but, so at but all if you're
2: a man And you have a you're alone in a room with a woman and this is my Perception of it. It's always a power thing because it's fucking weird because you can kill them. It's different like if you ever been around like a, a, a UFC athlete, some big giant. Like this Francis was in a public place t-
0: where you go if you if this was a tinder date This happened in a place where you'd go. I want to meet you in public. Cause I don't want to be so yeah It yeah. was completely safe.
2: Yeah, but if you're but alone, other times, but if you're alone in a room with a man, it's like being, and you know that a man has, like, some sexual urges directed towards you, and you're a woman. It becomes a vulnerable situation. And if there's some weird shit where someone, if, let's just say someone was blocking the door, because I had heard that Louis didn't block any doors, then it becomes really crazy. Like, what do you do? Well, first of all, you're hearing. Yes. Yeah, well, it's also, like, I think the thing that, that people have the hardest time with all of this Is you never want to think that it's possible that someone would do something horrible to somebody if you liked them, yeah, right? Like with all of this, with anything, whether it's Kevin Spacey or any of these people, like maybe you like him as an actor. I like that guy; he's great on House of Cards. Wait a minute—is he really just terrorizing people and grabbing dicks everywhere? Shit! Yeah, I do that all the time. I do too. I do too. I fucking grab asses and dicks. Oh, that's not what I do. But oh I, no! I, I think about it that way.
0: At my house. When we, oh, when you guys were joking we, Yeah, we had a party the other night. I go, who have I not gr- groped inappropriately? Yeah. Are there, okay, wait. Gil, I haven't done it to you. And I grabbed his dick just to make sure we're all fucking good. You never groped
2: me. I'm starting to feel a little left out. Well, yeah. I don't think nothing. I don't even think you've ever gone for my butt. I'm, I'm, I might have ogled it from afar. I think you might have spanked <laughs> me once. But the point being, it's like, come on. We gotta just. People have to figure out some way to interface with each other one hundred percent of the time as equal, and just work on your own bullshit. But when, the way you talk to people, like somebody brought this up once that they had an issue with uh, a lot of this stuff, is that it's someone. In the same business that's in this like position of being like a great artist, like a Kevin Spacey type character or whatever. And then the other person is like a PA or something like that. And he preys on them. Yeah. And it's his show and they can't get away. And he's like attacking them and they're straight and he's gay.
0: Absolutely understood. I know
2: that. 100%. I think that's some weird, almost like reptilian instinct that humans have. I can't
0: tell you how many times we've had to... Because you know my audience, mm-hmm. overserved quite a bit of the time. And when it's a girl that's alone, oh. and you can see the packs of guys, oh, I'll get you, I'll give you a ride. Where do you live? Yeah, uh, exactly. You go. All right, let's exactly. like, get her an Uber because I know that's gonna go poorly.
2: And you know what's fucked up about that? Here's what's really fucked up. Not only is the woman the like. The vulnerable one when it comes to like the possibility of violence right she's also the vulnerable one when it comes to her reputation Because like if you and like ch- yeah, right if you and and Bert Kreischer and five dudes and a, a Girl hops in a car with you and she decides to suck everybody off And then you tell the world and someone leaks her name and they like it hurts her but if you get picked up if you're hitchhiking And you get picked up by six chicks who decide to blow you and film it and put it on the internet. And you're cracking jokes and pitching your book. You're like holding your book while some chick is sucking your dick. You're a king. You're a goddamn king. People will worship you. They'll throw a red carpet down in front of your van as you get out and bow to you as you climb out.
0: It's another huge issue is how we treat women being able to guide their own Sexuality. yeah, a hundred. That's a big part of what's going on you here. You raise your daughters in a different way than you raise your sons, yep. and that's why it's okay for a teacher to fuck a boy kid. Right, exactly. And it is, by the way. I what, won't even what, say a word. If it, I ever well, have a boy. they should be treated the same. You should raise your kids to know about sex. You know what, if you raised your if daughter as as right- a, It's a woman, I should say this. As long as it's a woman. If you raised your daughter with the same openness that you raised your son, she'd know not to fuck a 35-year-old soccer coach when she's 15. Because you were open, you told her, here's the pitfalls of life. This is what it's about. Guys are going to try to buck you. You don't. You coddle women, and I believe it's as much a parenting problem as anything else. It really is fucking fascinating that you would
2: have no problem if a really hot teacher fucked your 16-year-old son. If a really hot woman teacher like built like Pamela Anderson back in the Baywatch days, if somehow... Ugly teacher! Ugly teacher fucks your son. You're like, yeah, you should be a little more discriminating. But if it was a hot one, you have no problem with it. Some Pamela Anderson-like gal is having sex with your 17-year-old boy, and he's got a six-pack. Yeah! Fuck yeah, Tommy! You're a winner! Yeah! But if you reverse the genders, it's a horrific offense. Like, some handsome man has seduced your beautiful little daughter who's only 17? Fuck that. That guy needs to be in a cage. And Weird. That that alone is like... This is
0: where I can't extend the argument because I've never been a woman. That's true. Uh, and that's why I I didn't mean to talk uh, to you about that. S- saving a lot of this for... Uh, when I have hosts that can uh, come back, do you remember we were gonna get married? Yeah, that was the last call Talk I made. were gonna get married. I don't know if that's in the book or not. <laughs> the last call I made when we knew the man show was gonna get canceled. I think it isn't they the book. wouldn't that might be in the book. I think it they, is they uh th- the last call I made they wouldn't tell us it's canceled. They leave you hanging on yes. the vine. But uh, I was at the Atlanta punchline, and I remember being in the parking lot, and Massachusetts had just passed gay marriage or civil <laughs> unions. Yeah, I and remember I you called, called me up. I called Zoe <laughs> Friedman first. Zoe Friedman That's was... That's hilarious. You called Zoe before you checked on me. Oh, maybe I called you first, but she's the one that counted because she was our go-to person at Comedy Central. And I said, listen, before you cancel us, give us one last episode where Joe and I get gay married and it just goes into this montage, but it's the opposite of every marriage you know, cliche <laughs> where we're fishing <laughs> together and no yeah. one's arguing. <laughs> no one's fighting over the remote we're all happy to we're both happy to be watching the same thing and it's just a perfect life together you imagine
2: if people decided to do that imagine if they had best friends get married as best friends like it's nothing sexual in the contract zero sexual obligation huh. it's not sex it's like you're we're getting married as best friends like, for real? The bros before hoes <laughs> marriage. Just stop and think about how many, not, you know, obviously not the current relationships we're involved in. We would never go so far. But if you go back to, like, your 20s, just imagine being stuck with some gal when you're both a goddamn wreck, right? You're both crazy. You're both 21 or whatever the fuck you are. You're both completely out of your mind. You're basically babies alone in the world. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. Imagine living with that gal for the rest of your life versus your friend from back then. I'm still friends with my buddies from when I was 21 (laughs) Jimmy lawless. I talked to that dude all the time. We text each other back and forth all the time I've been friends with him since I was
0: 15 or 14. I might have been 14 when I met him Hey, Doug, I hate your cigarette smoke during the podcast I like it Uh, Okay, I'll put in a uh, air purifier and that's the beef. That's, that's our it. marriage
2: beef. This is our meat. This is something I really did. I call it the Dice Clay option. Because every time Dice is here, he chain smokes more than you. And Dice just hammers. A, we got a, an air cleaner that we would sit right behind him and turn that thing on just to suck out the cigarette smoke.
1: Because
0: <laughs> The air purifier is <laughs> belching sewage by the second hour. It's just... Brown, tar, He's a wet. guy that, to this day, I still fanboy in front
2: of. I can't believe I'm friends with Dice Clay. Like, I really can't. Every time I see him, I'm like, do what's you, up, Andrew? But do you
0: feel like you're friends with him? Like, yeah, I'm I've friends never, with him. I, I've only met him a few times, but I never saw, like, a human side to him. He's always... Well, he's can, can like, get there. Opie and Anthony. He's in character. You can get there with him. I don't want to. I don't say, want to see good, him
2: like that. He's a good guy, man. I don't want to see Clay the emperor
0: a, with no clothes. No, no,
2: no. His clothes are still on. I'm telling you. It's all right. He's just a guy that's like, you know, Dice Clay was gigantic, and he got hit with the first wave of comedy haters. Like, people don't remember, when I was 19, it was me and my girlfriend, Marta, and we were uh, parked out in front of my house, and we were listening to a Dice Clay cassette in my car and we were fucking crying. I mean, tears are coming down my face. I was 19, I think she was 19 too. We were both like, ah, ah, ah! I had never even considered doing stand-up at this point. Just, I was dying laughing. He's the reason I got into stand-up. He was a monster. (laughs) He was a monster. And he He was was coming arenas. he was
0: coming off the whole wave of Paul Reiser and Oh, yes, yes, There's yes. no backlash. Yes, we already noticed. Thanks. Did you ever notice what Fuck it. you.
2: Paul Reiser is amazing on Stranger Things. I- He's th- amazing. do watch it. You
0: should. It's fucking kids. How- <laughs> I hate kids.
2: Demogorgons. What? Exactly. What? You don't know- You have no demogorgon knowledge, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You're talking at your ass. I tried. I watched, Jamie, I- tell them about Stranger Things. I watched Just, five minutes of the then.
0: first one, and I'm like, I can't watch kids oh, and fuck. It It looked like so ET, no, and no, no, fuck no. that. It gets better. It gets so good. It's such a good show. How dare you? Sorry, you I, and tried, I don't agree. Try to fail. Uh, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna hey, uh, can you see? I hate to use my uh, Scotsman as a uh, errand boy. Is there a Coke in there?
1: I will try to find one, but I don't think so.
0: There's no, might be some Zevia. There's some Z- there
2: might be a Never couple mind. cans of Zevia. Go in there, motherfucker. Oh, Come on, it sounds son. like it's got um, fucking something in it. No, it's okay, Brian. He left. He left. That's right. I think there's like one can of Zevia. He What is Zevia? It say. sounds like it has stevia in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. Fuck
0: that. No way. Can we um the get worst? Some?
2: cans of uh,
0: Coca-Cola I just assumed in the future I for brought, Mr. Stanhope. No, you? I brought whiskey because I assumed you wouldn't have club soda. So uh, I thought if I'm going to have a vodka drink, I'll just drink mimosas. I'm That's fine. That's a good I'm move. Fine.
2: That's a good move. We can have some God for
0: him, No, I no, I don't need it. Uh, no, sure. I, I just assumed everyone has... We're like trying a, to
2: work our way through this whole experience here at this uh, new stevia. spot we're not totally locked in place if you worst. want some unhealthy options i'll have some gluten
0: heavy right. pasta I, here for I, you I, as I, well i have plenty <laughs> have of mimosa yeah. i was yeah. going to change up i'm not going to um
2: you, here's what we'll do The next time you come here uh, i will have my non-existent assistant Send you uh, an email. with like a. A rider? No, ri- yeah, like a rider. Like white MMs. No, no, no. no it's got stevia. Those <laughs> stevias are that's, good, dude. They're good. good. I'm telling you. Just give it a chance. No, it's awful. No, no, no. Fake sugar not. is fake sugar. Dude, it's
0: not. It's a plant. I already based poured a mimosa. Sweet. Son
2: of a bitch. I know.
0: Bingo takes the stevia all the fucking time. Yeah, but these sodas are good, good. man. I'm telling you. They're good. really good. And Every they're not going to kill you. Fake sugar leaves such a bad taste in your mouth. And I can't taste it's anything after 35 years. It's plant extracts. It's mm-hmm. a sweet
2: thing that doesn't jack up your glycemic index. All right, it's good for you, bro hey, I send- want you to stay alive. What?
3: Hennigan! Did you send me out uh, just so you could talk about me?
2: No, no, no,
0: no. <laughs>
3: uh,
1: Hennigan! <laughs>
2: he's,
0: he's a crafty one! <laughs> Hennigan's been dealing with subterfuge. It's no fun talking behind your back when we can do it to your face. <laughs>
2: Hennigan enjoy. he's a- uh, one, of, one of the things I enjoy about you is you're a very self-deprecating fellow. Who is? You are. Oh. You could take a good joke. Yeah. yeah a good no, jab. You, 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 yeah. And you give one back. Yes.
3: Cheers to that. Thank you. Is that a Scottish thing? Seemed to, it seemed a little bit more fun over there. I would say the Scots are good at being self-deprecating and uh, calling a cunt a cunt.
2: Yeah. And you're Billy Connolly. Yeah. I mean, he was like the main guy over there as far as stand-up.
3: And he yeah. that was his whole thing. He yeah. embodied that. Yeah. Just... Happy dude. I think there's a big thing in Scottish society, which one of, the few th- one of the few good things I'll say about Scottish society is it's kind of egalitarian. And it, we enjoy knocking people down who think they're better than other people, mm-hmm. including yourself.
2: Australians do that shit too. Yeah, They call it the tall poppy syndrome. Yeah.
3: And Japan. Yeah. I think it's good, man. Good.
2: Mm. You know, I mean, I think that's one of the things we're all Ball also Busting dealing with. should
3: always be. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And it goes back to your thing about punching up, not down.
2: Yeah, occasionally, but here's the thing about this whole punching up, punching down thing. I always bring up Sam Kinnison's bit about the Ethiopian kids that were starving to death. It's one of the fucking greatest all-time bits, and it's 100% punching down. He's got two, in my opinion, I mean, if you have a a list of the greatest of all-time bits, two of them in my mind are Sam Kinison, and one of them is the Ethiopian kids. He's like, you know, you're sitting at home,
1: you got a dinner, you made it all yourself, you know? You're sitting in front of the TV, feeling good about life. And all of a sudden this fucking kid, this starving kid, and there's a guy right next to him. Like, could you
2: please just give a couple dollars a month so this guy can say, Hey, and you're like, Hey, why not why don't you feed him? You're
0: right next to him. And he goes, how it's, about... I forgot I all I remember from that bit is uh, send him moving trucks, you all move to where goes, the food is. Yeah. Yeah, he goes, we have
1: deserts in America, too. We just don't live in them, asshole. Oh,
2: oh. It was chaos because it was the most punching down bit of all time.
0: Starving children in Ethiopia. I don't think that's punching down. No, you're uh, not. You're punching at the people that are selling you this as sort much of, as. But you're grabbing the little Ethiopian by a head. Come here. Come here, yeah. motherfucker. You Collateral that damage. That's
1: sand. You know what's going to be 100 years from now? Fucking sand. We got deserts in America, When too? I say
0: punching down, I was talking about specifically Twitter fights, where like Christine Levine, who's that? Uh, she's a Mamu. She's a friend of mine. She opens for me quite. Is op- her name Mamu? Is that that's her, that was her nickname when I met her online. I know so many people based on their Twitter screen name, name back in the day. Yeah, you know, well before that, where uh, I C Q. What is that? I C Q. She's
2: a. What is oh, that? Yeah. What is that fucking text? is it ICQ? ICQ
0: I remember that shit I I I was I was doing the alt.comedy.standup didn't mm. find the ICQ but uh there's something freeing about being able to talk to someone you don't know what the fuck
2: they look like they don't know what the fuck you look like you can just chat with each other online something freeing yeah. about that yeah you know you like you get to Know people just for the information
0: just, that they're able I to just convey. I just know that you're annoying. It yeah. has nothing to do with your sexuality, yep. your race, your religion. I just know you're annoying as a human being, and you I'm really glad can. that I judged you for no other reason than you. And some people will trick you, but some
2: people you meet them online and they turn out to be the exact same thing when you meet them
0: in person, and they're really cool. I've met some of the funniest people, funny online, funny. That when you meet them, biggest social retards, they they can't have like, – can't make eye contact, can't deliver the – they can write – if they're on the keyboard, they're the funniest person. They just have no social skills. They can't present themselves. Right. This guy's funnier than me. Oh, wait. In real life, no, he's not. He could never do what we do. But he could write from a this keyboard is, in a dark
2: room. This is chick that is unbelievably hilarious on Twitter. And I found her recently. What is it? Nacho Sarah? What is what is her Sarah uh, Beatty. Yes. What how do
3: you It's what, Nacho Sarah? Sarah Nacho. Her Sarah name Sarah, is Sarah right? Beatty.
2: I think that's her, her Twitter handle. Dude, she's fucking hilarious. Like I'll go to her like every two, three days. I'll just go and check her Twitter page just to see what ridiculous shit she posts. She's really fucking funny. And I'm like, are you a stand-up? Like, and she's like, well, I tried it once, but you know,
0: you know who I've become. That's her right there, Nacho Sarah. Oh, see, that's uh, this is the same problem I have with my uh, Twitter crush, is Laura Duck, the one arm girl. Okay, yeah, <laughs> she she made kind of national news or uh, uh, Twitter at national news because she put on her Tinder she's an arms dealer she had just lost <laughs> her arm
3: l- 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 she's an Lauren arms
0: Laura or Lauren Duck uh, it's duck fan is the twitter account duck fan something uh, and she yeah she she get her arm lopped off by a train and she posts also it's a smutty shit but she also posts really funny shit and i said i wish when i come to san diego that you had a set Because you're hot, you have one arm, everything's already in your favor, you're already naturally funny.
2: (sighs) Yeah, there's some fucking funny people on Twitter. There's some funny people that work at the post office. They just don't get a chance to, like, the idea that we have figured out a way to monetize the way we look at things is so offensive. It's so fast. There's so many people and so many jobs that are just as funny as us, they, or maybe way more. Like, my friend Dave Dolan, rest in peace, who was a, one of my bosses back when I was first starting doing stand up, he was a private investigator. Funniest person I've ever met in my life, right next to Joey Diaz. He's like right up there. He was hilarious. He was a private investigator. And I worked for him because he got caught in a DUI and needed a driver. So he put in an ad in. Uh, for an assistant, for a private investigator. And I was looking for a day job while I was doing stand up at night. I was like, perfect. Assistant for a private investigator. This is like a goddamn comic book. Woo! And so I'm, I start working for this guy, and he's this crazy Irish <clears throat> private investigator, wild man. I mean, he's a fucking wild man. He was so funny. And he would just tell me stories about nutty shit he did and crazy fucking girls he knew. And, you know, I just, just, the, I would be in my car crying, laughing, waiting for this person to, like, come. We'd be at, like, five o'clock in the morning, parked, like, doing, like, surveillance. On someone's house like waiting for them to leave their house five o'clock in the morning Because someone's like doing like some sort of an insurance scam most yeah. of it was insurance and he would just I would be crying And I was thinking I'm trying to be a comic this guy's Five six years older than me at least like maybe nine years older than me I think I was 21. Is, uh, he was like 30. Yeah. Is it an eternity an, an eternity? He was an animal I mean he was so fucking funny and I was like, I'll never be as funny as him. I just won't never be as funny as him. Like, this is depressing. <laughs> but I loved working for the guy, and I worked for him for the entire six months, and he needed to have no license after he got arrested for a DUI. Stayed friends with him until he died.
0: I love know, that guy. In the book, I talk about Becker and Andy, like two guys that are way funnier than me. And, uh, Fuck them. They never could put it together on stage. I want to be as much as they say they're trying to be like you. I'm trying to be like them. Right. You know, those funny people, you know. Yeah, I want I want to steal that essence because I know how to put it on stage. Right. I'll never be naturally off the cuff as funny as the funniest people I've met. But I can do it on stage, and you can't. So fuck you. <laughs> ah, that's ruthless. I can I can boil bring it down.
2: The organization as some sort of writer or correspondent. You know, you should have you should have a, a policy that sexual harassment is mandatory, and everybody works inside the the Doug Stanhope Information Collection Organization. Like anybody's trying to help you with like creation of your act, idea gathering, what have you. Well, They're it's all kind men,
0: of it was an unspoken rule up other. until now. <laughs> That was kind of the thing, and that's why we were talking about uh, no one's me-tooing rock and roll bands. Like, they're not pulling the- Led yes. Zeppelin's yes. library off of iTunes because they fuck, fucked a girl with a fish. Right, like but here's my point. You, when you walk into the backstage area at a rock and roll concert, there's an unwritten rule. Yeah, the, the, the roadie tapped you on the shoulder for a reason, and you know what the reason is. Mm. I was made to feel uncomfortable. He pulled out his dick out of sweaty (gasps) leather pants after the show. Underwear or no underwear. And then girls were doing bumps off of it. No. They were gummers mostly because of the ball sweat. (sighs) Oh, gummers. I understand there's a difference between that and what happens with fucking Harvey Weinstein That's well, a fucking a de- rapist.
2: You know, yes, hundred percent. And here's the part part of the problem is that what we were talking about earlier, that if you got in a car <coughs> with seven women and they all fucked you, you're a hero. But if a gal gets in the car with seven Jason Momoas, that uh, the guy from the Game of Thrones, that fucking beautiful handsome man, that gigantic handsome man He's so huge and so beautiful like if seven of those were in a car and it was a gal and she's just like ravage me Ravage and she's some sort of a damaged thing.
0: We know Why? those. We know those girls that celebrate Shh. that No, no, we know the ones I that know, like yeah, I yeah, fuck, I fucked that guy. I, I we know a few yeah, yeah, for sure. Th- that are just
2: like dudes. It should the- be like that for everybody. It's a suppression issue. It's the same reason why Catholics feel guilty. It's not a matter of like what's wrong or what's right. It's a matter of what you enjoy and what you don't enjoy because other people are going to judge you for it. And then you've got to get to the root of why are these people judging you. For a giant percentage of the men that judge women for their sexual activity, it's 100% out of jealousy. It's 100% out of the idea that this woman would not want to do that with them, and they cast a judgment on her, and they decide that her needs are different than, our, than, than a man's needs. But the bottom line is all these things were established back when it was really difficult to have children. And you had to protect your children, and most of them were going to die, and you were literally concerned about the population of your village. Well, th- those instincts, just, they still exist. but The problem is that's not a concern anymore, and then this fucking birth control and whatever, 1960, or whatever that shit came out. When did that come out? When did chicks start being super hoes?
0: Well, it was uh, early <laughs> 70s when uh, Roe versus Wade and <laughs> yes. birth control and all that.
2: Yeah. It should be even, you know, there's, there's, there's got to be some sort of a way to make it even easier than all this. There's got to be a way where you let the natural
3: hormone well, cycles roll. Well,
0: I think what has happened is 60.
3: porn. Part, I nailed it. Did I nail it?
0: I think it did. 1960.
3: Hmm. I thought we were going to be in an argument for bringing back villages.
2: <laughs> well, it's not a bad idea, man. Here's the thing. I think cities are amazing, but I don't think we're designed for it. And I think we will be ready for it in a couple hundred years. It's going to take some sort of an adaptation to like the human psyche and the way we interact with each other. But I think it's totally doable. If people like us can do it, this is how I've always felt. If the entire world was the four of us in this room, we would be fine. Like, what if we were the only people? What if, what if we were immortal, we didn't have to worry about dying, and it was just the four of us, and just a bunch of food and shit to do? Do you think we would have any problem at all? Yeah, we would miss the fact that there we're any chicks. That would be kind of a bummer, but we would probably have a good time. If we just had unlimited resources roaming around, which we do, yeah. Well, essentially, the 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 world
0: like is if this kind of like if this that. wildfire yeah. in Ventura spreads across the world while this podcast goes on and on, and then we walk out, and you're like, oh, fucking you know. zombie apocalypse without the zombies. What if the zombies kick in too? A lot too? Of, what what of ashes. Well, GMO, you have the Monsanto zombies. You have, the, zombies you have the grill. That's you showed us how to us. use it. Yeah, you press buttons. Well, I'm going to have to drink stevia. I'll I'll get irritated by that. Well, just do me a favor. Get a little sip.
2: Give him a little sip. No, no, Crack no. I've, I've done oh, you every You're prejudiced. Thing. You're racist. Just try it. You're By the way, I don't know
0: if it's hot in here, but I'm actually sweating from the no, ears. And I thought hot. it's because Joe Rogan's bellowing so much, I'm bleeding out of my earphones. <sighs> sorry. But it's actually sweat. I'm sweating on your earphones. And whoever sits here next, That's I hope he's OCD. Cause, uh, are you uh, amped up? Are you a little fired up? I'm am trying I too, to be. Am I too loud? No, no, no. i was right. giving you shit. I know. I just never know when you're being real. No, Let's no, I real, am bro. sweating from my earphones, and I think that's gross that I'm sweating on your earphones, so I had to say it. <sighs> I don't give a fuck, dude. I don't give a fuck about period blood. I don't give a fuck
2: about sweat. And that bothers me. I've never OCD people
0: do bother me, because I am everything I would assume that they find to be a problem. I, I'm a filthy... I think you should eat meat with ugly, dirty hands. That's what I think. I think you should eat meat with dirty hands. If I know someone's OCD, I'm afraid to be around them. Yeah, 100%. It's a problem.
2: I have a friend who went to look at a house, and they were looking at the house, and it was a nice house, like, wow, this house is beautiful. And they got to this one closet, and the closet was filled with Purell, with hand sanitizer. And they went, fuck this. Like, this house is haunted. My friend said, dude, the fucking thing was filled. It was a closet. It was filled from the floor all the way to
0: the top with Purell. And they were like, nope. Stern and o and I don't know if both O&A, but one of them at least. They were all Purell touching everything. Well, if I get a cold and I, Just, all right, I, I, my, my guttural smoker cough is enough that you're going to not want me here. Yeah, I, I cough off Mike. I try to. But I know he's going to hear it and go, ugh. Think about
2: how many people you interact with and shake hands with. I think the more people you share your biome with, like Paul Stamets, the mushroom guy, do you know who he is? No. He's a pretty famous mycologist who's on my podcast really recently and had some amazing stories. But one of the things that he said is, like, if you come in contact with someone, their biome interacts with your biome. And you, there's a, some sort of a residual amount of their DNA that you're taking into your own biome. Like, like you if you meet somebody you become part of them in some very bizarre way I was like, what you, and so he's liketro introduce, in like you know welcome to my biome and I was like this is crazy
0: welcome to my nightmare and he's
2: a scientist so he's not like just bullshitting. he's not like some crazy dude who doesn't believe in birds
0: you told me something on a podcast years ago and it's one of those things that comes up late at night where I go I want to call Rogan but I'm not going to call you at 11:30 at night what was the thing that you said you can that all, listen call over- me
2: anytime you call me you want to call me call me please
0: I I don't bother you you can I love you do you see a quote from you on the back of this book no no I called people that if they said no we're not friends anyway I would never if Chris say no. Rock said no well yeah. I don't know him anyway he's a nice guy I know he is he's fucking <laughs> He, he wrote me a better quote. He, uh, than... But I
2: would, I would love to quote your book, man. Don't ever ask me. I mean, don't ever worry about asking me. I just don't want to put anyone on the spot. You're not putting me on the spot. I love you. You, you had some... You're one of my some... favorite people. If I have a top 20 people that survives and everybody dies, you're in. Uh, like if there was like some sort of an apocalypse. Am I gonna like I had the other 19 though? Yeah, we'll work on it We'll decide <laughs> you get like five of your freaks. I got five of mine family whoever you know, that's still alive <laughs>
0: <laughs> You told me something about over the course of I think 20 years you, the, the amount of, uh, of Cells you're not even the same you're not person. the same person you were so, seven so years tell ago it, Tell it with your smart way of saying okay.
2: it. I'm by the way This is like third-hand smart way because I'm clearly a retard, but if you go back to like seven years ago, and then today, you literally don't have the same cells in most of your body. The only thing that doesn't regenerate is the neurons. The neurons do not regenerate, but every cell in your body is different than the cells in your body from seven years ago. So, your memories remain, and this is part of the problem, it's become, you become a victim to the momentum of your past behavior, and there's nothing you can do about it. So if you're Kevin Spacey, and you decide six months ago, I am not grabbing any more dicks. I'm fucking done with this. I'm gonna be a better person. Like, you are attached to the momentum of your past behavior. You know, no matter what. Even if you're not even that guy anymore. Like, seven years later, you wake up. Like, you wake up in the morning. Oh, shit. What did I grab? Grab some dicks? Fuck!
1: Why did I do that? Why did I grab the dick of the PA? God damn it! Oh, I was so drunk that's There's not something uh, you can do you're
2: stuck with that idea like we have we have to get past that. We have to figure out a way I think Pi, they have to take those electric things and fucking change your brain like like shock
0: therapy. And then, then we we'll let you ride. When you don't account for growth, and that this is yeah. my huge thing if I had a, a, a charity that I was behind, if I was on Dancing with the Stars, which I Please think go I might on be, asked, with how, the that, stars? how are those negotiations are going? Working, yeah. that in? Yeah. Are
2: working that in? America,
3: yeah. Listen, Dancing with the was... Stars,
2: don't you kill Doug Stanhope. I had to fucking
0: do a fucking dude scene before, man. It ain't easy. He wants to die by the cha cha. Oh. Innocence how, Project. Let me let me let me get this point out, and then let's go back to Dancing with Joe. Innocence <laughs> Project. That's my thing, and uh, it's I don't. I've never been uh, locked up. Yeah, you know, when I was innocent, it's just right. it's my fear, and when you it's a uh, terrifying the whole, fear just the entire prison system, the yeah. justice system, the, the prison doesn't work whatsoever, and when you lock someone up at 18 years old. For some shit, you you, uh, f- for t- you grow out of these things. Like mm-hmm. you're not accepting that as you age, you rethink things, and you're. It's well, fucked. it's a totally ineffective way to reform people as well. Most prisons, some
2: prisons are trying to be more progressive with their Scandinavia, ideas. Scandinavia, Iceland, yes, yes, mostly outside of America. America has a real problem, and one of the real problems is there's. Not all of it, but a certain profit. amount of the prison, yes, for profit, and these private prison systems, anytime something's for profit, the system benefits from these laws being uniform or increasing in, in their severity and it's, and it's like so if you have like a, a way where people can profit, like this is the issue that I had with marijuana. Well, you would find out that prison guard unions would be. Lobbying against marijuana
0: For and jobs po- Yes I'm like police I have union. done so well And what are we at Like hour 45 now Not stepping on my new bits Because that's all I have Oh about that we, kind of stuff oh, But all of the things yeah, We're talking well, about I'm, I was
2: uh, talking about Brian, With Brian Cowan the other day And we were talking about something And he was like You know I've been talking about this In my act And I'm like of course you have Because this is like What's really relevant today And I think that all of us Have this weird thing Like we don't want to step On each other's material And But of course you're going to see some of the same things that I'm seeing, and I want to see your take on it as much as I want to see my take on it. Oh, I'm just, I'm trying not to do punchlines as, like, uh, let's keep to the discourse and
0: not go into bits. I have
2: to...
0: I know what you mean. I know what you mean, but those bits are good, but you don't want to give them up yet. No, no, (laughs) and and this, honestly, this one bit that goes with the entire rape thing, I have been missing just one ceiling chunk. Of this bit that's sometimes goes 25 minutes of too long, and I just trying to get the point across and all this current climate, as I keep calling it, has made like that's what I was missing. Now I have specific examples of this guy versus this guy. Right. Now it made the entire bit come together and now I'm off the road. Till March. I'm like, motherfucker, now I actually want to go out and do more dates. Just because this, a year and a half, I think, I've been working on this fucking one stupid bit. That happens. You know, Chris (laughs) Rock said that... He was
2: working on that I love black people, I hate niggers. Yeah. You remember that
0: bit? Oh fuck yeah. He Who said, doesn't? He was what
2: white man doesn't. It was it is, in my estimation, one of the all time greatest, most significant stand up comedy bits ever. And when it hit I remember I was just kind of starting out when that bit was like popular. When that bit was like on CDs and people would play it back and you'd see it on television, and you'd be like, I was like, oh my god, this is like a perfect bit. Like he had it boiled down, the punchlines were so succinct, it was just bam, bam, bam. And then I read that he had bombed with that bit for months
0: and months before he figured out how to get it to work. I got uh, hate mail from fans, not like egregious, actually well thought out hey, I saw you, I agree with most of what you say, but what you were saying, are you saying, and I'm like, no, that's not what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to not say, but I'm having such a hard time alliterating this, and everything that's happened in the last month or two has, oh, now I can exactly point out what I'm saying, and I actually uh, reverse-engineered it where I go, oh, I should be starting from where I was ending and then go the other way rather than apologizing and yeah yeah well it's but but i I figured it out right when i get off the road (laughs) you fucking assholes
2: but you'll it doesn't matter i mean isn't it always kind of like fucking it's it keeps going like yeah yeah. it's done then a new branch pops out of the tree and you're like
0: oh this is what's that gonna bear fruit yeah Yeah. every for i was doing these shitty gigs for fucking months and every night I hated going on stage, and now I want to go on stage, but I don't have a gig. Well, what I like go?
2: A... What I found pretty recently, like within the last year, I mean, is that that is all like some shit that I internalize. And then if I can just like it, express or, or, or respond to that the least amount, like all the weird shit, I know it exists. I have a weird set. It's too long. It's too this, too that. I don't like it. I know it exists. Don't, don't freak out, but, but understand what that is. And then you know what that is. That's it didn't work. Now let's figure out how to fucking never let that happen again. Because there's a big difference. The swing between like the audience having a fucking amazing time or it was really good for 45
0: minutes. Then it sucked for 10. Like, shit. There is no better learning experience that happens for decades than eating shit. Nothing will ever make you come back stronger than actually dying on your ass. But I'd rather be mediocre at this point. (laughs) But even mediocre requires, like, eating shit. Dude, I ate shit
2: after Jim Brewer in some weird suburb outside of the city in New York. I ate shit so hard, it changed my life. Probably not recently. No, it was like (laughs) 93, maybe 93, and Brewer and I were just starting out. And I was fine. Like, I really shouldn't have been headlining. There's no way I should have been headlining. I had maybe 45 minutes that was mediocre at best. And Brewer and I had a great time all weekend. Friday, two shows. Everything worked out great. But although, if I'm being honest, I want to say that he had better sets at least two of the three shows. At least two of the three shows. He had better sets, but I had good sets. It wasn't embarrassing. And then the second show, Saturday night, he made me eat a busload of shit. I bombed like the, the one of the worst bombings ever of my career ever, where it was like everything that came out of my mouth was a dry brick, and he destroyed in front of me. I mean, destroyed the with Like fucking crumbs were breaking up off of the fucking low hanging ceiling. You know, the
0: it was you
2: know those asbestos. I want to say that uh, I,
0: actually, I think I that's I I think I coined that. It was a like a, a brick. The, the words came out of my mouth like a brick through a funnel. <laughs> That's what it feels like. <laughs> it feels like you have a mouthful of dirt. <laughs> the one Let's I hate we'll, we'll following, and I where I can blame the the middle act. Like sometimes they just don't like you. Yeah. The middle act can take credit, but no, they just hated you. The one I couldn't follow for a week in Miami was Chris Porter. Chris Porter. Chris Porter? You know Chris Porter? Yeah. Fucking stoner, fucking thin, curly hair. He's very funny. But Miami Improv at the time, this is probably 2000, and it was uh, an urban room. 60%
3: black.
0: black. Well, no, no, because there was a lot of Cuban, too. Oh, so, so but yeah, maybe five white okay, people. that are like scared. S-
2: Sammy Sosa, Cuban, nineteen ninety-three, or Sammy Sosa, Cuban, two thousand seventeen. Miami, very... Miami. Okay, not Fort
0: Lauderdale. Dark, not West Palm. Curly it was hair. Miami. Wild. The girls have red The toes. first night, I uh, I assumed I'm getting fired, so I just go crazy. I took on no, no. I went. Uh, they're throwing fucking empty cigarette packs at me on stage, following Chris Porter, who knew all the fucking. Recent hip hoppy things. He had all the, far, the oh. current urban trends in his act and he fucking destroyed. And I'm up there, like kind of new with my anti authoritarian kind of point of view and fuck vice cops and fuck right. this and fuck Nash. And he closed. It was right after. This will probably date it when it. Because he was. It was when France wouldn't let us fly over their airspace. Fuck France. Yeah, if we had Free to save Point. That's the point. Being, (laughs) years later, I got one of my best bits ever about nationalism out of that, because he closed on "fuck France" if we hadn't saved their ass in two world wars, and I turned that eventually into one of my best bits ever. Because I would go up and uh, I'd follow him going, Yes, that's right, Chris Porter. That was the French calling you. Yes, Chris Porter, the Nazis are at our door. Please help us, you. And it turned into that bit I did about nationalism. If we hadn't saved the f- French, was that us? Was that us garroting krauts in the trenches in Verdun? Was that you and me? I remember last night we were hammered. I don't remember saving the French. I remember we went through the drive-through without a car. <laughs> we, we did a lot of things, but we didn't save the French. You're talking about other people that mm. did shit and you're taking credit for it. Nationalism does nothing but teach you how to take credit for other people's accomplishments. Well, the same can be said for rooting for the Raiders, right? <laughs> Yeah, sure.
1: We fucking won, bro.
2: Right. Yeah, yeah. It's a, a a very bizarre thing that we love to do, and I think it's it's all connected to the. Why the, does home field advantage work? It's my fucking best it's idea. It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable in that arena for
0: all those other people. It's my best idea that no Billy Ball kind of people in the professional sports leagues are picking up on. Field a team of sociopaths. Because home field advantage is one of the biggest things in sports, home field advantage. If you field a team of sociopaths that don't care about cheers or boos, yeah, there's no home field advantage anymore because these are psychopaths that don't care about cheers. They just want to win and kill.
2: All the, right. That's not sustainable. you got to shoot them after a couple of years. As soon as they start wearing diamonds in their watches, you got to shoot them in the locker room. Like, what happened? What happened? How did he die? Like, what, what, Aaron Hernandez, that guy? Was this? Tinder may be eliminating the home team advantage for NBA players. <laughs> what I had to, they said I had Tinder, do stop that. hating on the black man! It's Tinder, I want you to consider the fact that a giant percentage of NBA players are people of color. You racist fucks. They're swooping into these white towns and banging all these white chicks. <laughs> and you got a problem? Tinder, Home Field Advantage. No, they just make it easier for them. They don't have oh. to go do work. They just. I'm sorry. I'm sorry what I said. They tender. come to the hotel instead of having to go Tinder, out. To, uh, Tinder, 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 Tinder. I'm sorry. I was just doing that for comedy. <laughs> My God,
0: if I was still a, a sexual being, man is a sexual being. That's uh, Bernie Mac and Bad Santa. Bernie Mac is a sexual
2: being. Hilarious. Stand up. You ever see Bernie Mac live? Mm, no. I saw Bernie Mac live at the Comedy Connection in Boston once, and I was like, holy shit. He, w- he was powerful, man. its a, I mean, his material was really
0: funny, but shit, his delivery was like like electric. Like, boom, boom! and was- Name a black comedian where you go, his material is great, but his delivery is undersold. Ha <laughs> ha! Um, Don't say no, Hannibal Baris because Hannibal no, Hannibal's has, got a good delivery yeah, He's got his thing going on
2: He's my buddy Franklin Ajay uh, Oh,
0: Franklin Ajay
2: is Franklin Ajay, Ajay. super low-key with his delivery Hilarious ideas
0: I met him at the the Green Room, Paul Provenza oh. I wish that show was still on or... let's, let's
2: do the Green Room with Doug Stanhope Well, podcasting is basically that It is that <laughs> Yes. But let's get on Showtime for the fuck of it <laughs> Just oh, so we can call our moms. Showtime. <laughs> Mommy, I my made it. My mom's dead. Yeah, I forgot. I said that right. I was, I was like, man, I feel guilty. Oh, it's Dan Hope.
0: <laughs> I don't have to feel bad. I'm gonna call my grandma. <laughs> my grandma's dead. I forgot, bro. Fucking Chad Shanky just came back from Thanksgiving. He's like, uh, yeah, I had to go to my grandparents' house. Does he work for you? Does he know well, that it's just... December 5th? What kind of
2: fucking bullshit is this? What does that mean? Well, Thanksgiving. Long time ago, motherfucker,
0: there's work to be done. No, the... The the point of the story was he was talking about being at Thanksgiving (sighs) at his grandparents' house, who he revered, and Mm. then how he brought his kid and his kid's kids to Globe, Arizona, because he's not a family guy. Right. But then I started doing the math. Like, you have... Grandchildren. And grandparents. That means the kids are going to meet their great-great-grandparents. Did you ever meet? Your great great grandparents? No, my almost all my last grandparent died when I was thirteen. Mm. Both of my grandfathers were dead before I was born. My great great
2: grandfather on my you were alive in the same side. room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy shit! Yeah,
0: I barely remember though. I was super young, really. Your great great parent, mm-hmm. great great grandparents are. The people that built the stone that built this town yeah. before it was a town, and this was all wastewater. Well, my great great grandfather
2: decided to take his family from Italy to America in the nineteen. Well, basically during. Oh, the that's Depression. right. Your
0: mom's a guinea. Yeah. I met her.
2: Yeah, she's full on. WHOP. Sorry. Yeah, she's full on guinea. And uh, my father was half Italian and half Irish. The, everybody was immigrants, though. From my mom's side, 100%. My mother, my uh, my mother, her her mother and her father both from the old country. They see. We don't realize it because we're living in this weird, fucking semi gentrified Starbucks era of 2017. But just during my parents' time, people got on boats. And they drifted from Europe across America on these shitty engines. And they landed. I mean, it was like fucking decades after the Titanic sank. These crazy fucks. They took the wildest chance ever. They floated across the goddamn Atlantic Ocean to look for a better world. Hennigan
1: got here on coach. He fucking flew from Southwest. (laughs) (laughs) He was sitting right next to the toilet. He, he
0: almost had a middle seat, but he finagled his way out of it to an aisle.
1: He's an aisle right by the toilet.
0: <laughs> I was in boarding group A-15
2: through 30. I mean, this shit just happened. Our families all just got here. Even if you're third generation, that's fucking three generations. That ain't shit. That's nothing.
1: Fourth generation, fifth, shut the fuck up. My parents have been here since the 1900s. Who? No. That's just... You just got here. Everybody just got here.
0: I live in one of those towns where they, they, they love to say, oh, I'm a native. Like, oh. that that makes you better because you never left and decided <laughs> you wanted to be here as a, a functioning, free-thinking adult. No, God. natives are the first people you discount. Damn I it. was born here. I, you just moved here. Well, yeah, because I was an adult and I decided I wanted to live here. You just didn't have the courage to leave and come back.
2: Yeah. Sons of bitches. Fuck natives! It's not of it. It
0: is. It's not even that. Honestly, sorry. That honesty. was a Bisbee native, not Native Americans. I know what you mean. They don't know they where don't. to go. They're the, drunk.
2: The, the Bisbee people don't know where to go.
0: You don't have to go anywhere. Just make the place better. But uh, Vegas, Vegas is one of those, any city that is uh, only alive and thriving because of tourism. But then they take a stand because I was born here. Well so Vegas doesn't do it. Vegas, that, do Hawaii they? Hawaii does it with white people. <sighs> a little bit, but annoying white they people. They hate tourists, but if it wasn't <laughs> for tourists, you're fucking farming pineapples. Are you fine farming mm. pineapples or are you selling crocs somewhere in a beach resort? Are you doing massage therapy? Are you doing chakra healing or are you farming pineapples? Because without tourists, you're farming pineapples and hoping Captain Cook's descendants come back. And offer you some gift. Mm. Or you're eating fish
2: that you just caught with a stick and you're trading money in the form of shells on a string. Right. That's okay, too. Like, why is Bitcoin okay, but shells aren't good? <laughs> how, come, how come you can't trade you an just, You just
0: paid me in shells to be here. Yeah, that's what I'm going to give you. Lumps of salt, too. There were little lumps of salt. And Chocolate
2: in the gold gift coins. package <laughs> chocolate gold coins and ketogenic <laughs> cookies and stevia drinks <laughs> stevia drinks Let's do Hannah some ad. You okay over there. Let's do some I'm, ad copy. I don't have any. Oh
0: I'm god fine. damn it. What's up? You Okay? I'm fine. All right, buddy. Well, All right, hey, I, I want to ask you this you don't like headphones bro. Hang on hang on uh, Joe Rogan uh, oh, this, this this was just in right before I, I shut off my phone uh, The, the giant now. Oh, yeah, please order the book you know what? Let's take a minute so people can go online and order Doug Stanhope. This is not fame; it's got awful stories that, in <laughs> the current climate, if the publisher read it right now, they'd go, "We should probably pull this." No! because yeah. So if you find it, folks, everyone copy else it. is getting fired for what I'm celebrating having done worse. Copy it. Copy
2: it down and make sure these monsters out there don't take it off the internet. I have neutrality
0: I to the a, end. The the. You have the new beautiful space here. Thank you. Endless yards and yards of space. The wolf. You have the giant wolf out there. When you walk in the door, the the Is that a Patrick McGee? Yes. Ha <laughs> ha. Ghost Ride. You know Chaley? Remember when I used to pit my tour manager against your red band? Yes. Greg Chailey. Yes. yeah, he's Greg my Chaley. guy. I he loves our Yes. I love
2: him on your podcast as
0: well. He, him and his twin brother, do that for a living. Oh. They have their own Ghost Ride Productions, which is a huge haunt. They make this shit. Patrick McGee that did your wolf works for Greg Chaley's twin brother. That's hilarious. So Ghost Ride Productions, if you want weird shit like that, Joe Rogan, I hope you're a loyal sponsor now of only Ghost Ride Productions. They do all this shit. Chaley does the, he does a haunted house at the, in the front yard in Bisbee, he does Haunted Front Yard and he brings all this shit down every Halloween He's so geeked up to do it It's <laughs> I the only to be, thing in
2: Bisbee. I wanted to be one of these guys when I was a kid Dude, I was a huge Star Wars fan to the point where I wanted to be like a Rick Baker I wanted to do that for a living and uh, Pat McGee was on the podcast and we we're both huge fans of an American oh, werewolf him? in London that's, that's Pat McGee. That's, Go Pat back. McGee. that's right there. That's right. right there. He was on the podcast a few years back and uh I, I found the American Werewolf in London. That that uh cop what it is is uh it's a replica of the the thing that's in the movie and Pat sells it. You can order it online. And he um he builds it, but it's like the re- real exact scale is like one and a half times the size of the
0: real werewolf. The werewolf is smaller. My werewolf is bigger. At I least- just texted when we got here today, I texted a picture that, of that to Chaley. Yeah. And he goes, uh, that looks like, a, uh, I go, hey, how's this for Halloween 2018 for his haunted yard he does in Bisbee? <laughs> and he goes, that looks like a Patrick McGee. He's uh, done work for my brother. I go, wow, if you called that and Joe Rogan, you fucking that's nailed it. That's amazing. He nailed it.
2: I think I got to re- correct myself. I said it's a one and a half times larger. I don't think that's right. I think it's more like 40% larger or something now that I think about it. I think I'm confusing it with something else. But the the copy that he makes is definitely larger so he can work on like the finer details There's like blood on the teeth and the hairs It's all yak hair around the head and it's all synthetic shit in the back But that's that's his work, but if you look at like the blood around the teeth dude Here's the thing man fucking amazing. I get great pleasure every time I come to work, and I look at that werewolf (laughs) (laughs) I fucking love it. I love it. I love looking at that thing I love the fact that I'm a fucking grown up baby. You smile a lot more
0: anymore? I smile all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, you were showing us some shit and you just smiled Like wow that's a fucking rare Smile you used to be A lot angrier and I, I, I yeah, like it I got out of that I think, You know what
2: it's like we were talking about before It's like the, what are you using your Energy on are you using your energy On being upset at things and being This constant sort of like uh, Momentum of being upset From the past that you never stop Or do you figure out a way to like hit the brakes And go okay Why are we angry What are we getting upset at? Why don't we just, like, take all that caveman shit and just go smash some punching bag and then come back to reality and be, like, really relaxed about it, but do it purposely. Like, have some sort of intent behind it to eliminate the demons. And I figured out how to do that somewhere along the line. Aging helps. Aging helps a lot. But it's not just that. It's, It's not aging as far as, like, decay. It's aging as far as information. Right. Like, I was talking about, like, if, you were, if people figure out a way to make humans live to be, like, 900 years old, would it be fucked up if you had sex with a 50-year-old? Would people be like, you fucking asshole. She doesn't even know any better. She's only 50. Like, she's basically a baby.
0: <laughs> if you treat them like that until they're 50 and say you're not an adult. I know, I know you're 12. You can have a right. baby right now. Nature said you are ready to actually procreate. But we've legislated that you can't be an adult till you're 18. So for the next six years, we're just going to treat you like a baby.
2: That's an unnecessary burden for the boy and the girl and the lack of explaining. You're
0: you're, you're telling them every feeling that you have naturally is wrong. We're not going to explain that to you. Right. Because we want to give you a good childhood. Right. You shouldn't have to deal with all these adult Well, that's what their fucking body's telling him, so you better be honest, or all of a sudden, your kid's fucking a 38-year-old producer. Well, it's also the problem
2: with, like, looking at children as being different than a person. It's like, no, this is mine. I made them. You are not gonna like (coughs) boys, Michael. (laughs) You know, you're gonna like girls, because you're a boy, and you're gonna carry on the Harris name, okay?
0: <laughs> Alright, Dad, I'm sorry. If I'm not I could gay. have a kid, <sighs> I, I would. I would have a kid just for the long-term practical joke of raising him gay. You sound like a lesbian on YouTube. <laughs> and say, uh, I, I was just trying to. Who just had a kid, and I was trying to pitch him this in like, real probably, life. Brendan Walsh, Brendan Walsh. Yeah. Like, just go and just act like you're raising your kid gay, and you know when you get older. Two men meet each other and just Mm. say this to a baby.
2: I think you could easily, and this is going to sound fucked up, I think you can easily convince a young kid that like sex with males is normal if everyone's doing
0: it. No, no. The the idea was you have to still sex shame the kid. Oh, it's God. only okay to be gay once you're married, after you're 18, oh. but you're gay, so the, you, the end game- Are you gay game, while you're married to a girl or a guy? The, the end game is the kid has to eventually, when he's 18, come out as straight to his parents, and- <sighs> Oh, that's a problem if you have really progressive parents, They're like, dude, we got super street
2: cred for you being gay, you piece of shit. <laughs> Do you think you can be straight but trans? You think you're willing to go there? (laughs) Let them negotiate. They'll sit down at the table of progressive brownie points. Hmm. We were really happy about you being gay, Michael, and you being straight is, frankly, it's a big bummer to our social system. It's like, they're going to think, here's what the word is. You're never going to work at the law firm. They're going to think we shamed you out of being
0: gay, and that's simply not the case. (laughs) We have it so easy, Joe, where we can sit here, With white privilege that we have. We're not like Sam Cedar. Comedy privilege, which we have in droves, which is way more, that's way better diamond elite status than just white privilege. We have comedy privilege. It's true. Oh, they're just kidding. No, we're not. But it says comic okay, if you're going to get cunty about it, I was just kidding, and then it's all golden. Well, you're clearly kidding because you're not
2: saying it specifically in a form where you're trying to disseminate information. You're trying to be funny as well. So you'll say extreme things that don't necessarily represent your actual
0: viewpoint just because you want it to be more hilarious. If Sam Cedar were funny all the time rather than that one tweet, he'd be fine. <laughs> Sorry, Sam. Write more. <laughs> ah, Jesus! Jesus! It's true. We, but we have the luxury of having a social circle that yes. is very tolerant, like to the n-word degree, yeah. tolerant in a green Wait room. Wait a minute. You can't say nigger word degree. Oh, that was yesterday. I already... That doesn't even make sense. That was like no, a gratuitous n- use of the n-word. No, I was saying that in a green room when it's just comics, nigger, retard, cunt, dyke, fucking everything flies. Yes,
2: and when it doesn't, you get super upset. Like, if someone says, ah, she's a cunt, and someone goes, hey,
0: man, you really shouldn't fucking talk about women like that. No, I'm saying when like you that. say you're a cunt. Right. To a, a feminist comedian in the confines of a green room, right. everyone's free and clear. At least the green rooms I've been part of. Nobody has a problem with you calling a man a cunt.
2: Nobody. Not in the UK. But, I mean, even in America, if, that, if the guy really is a cunt, right? Like, Sorry, you looked immediately at Hennigan when you said no, that. No, I'm so. just, he's looking at me, he's nodding, and I'm just trying to bring him into the conversation. Like, if, if you were. You mean pull him out
0: of his fucking laptop? No, a little bit, but,
2: you know, we're all talking, we're friends. Like, Saddam Hussein was a cunt. I heard his kids were cunts. His kids? I heard they were cunts. Those sons? Nobody cares.
0: You could say that. The two. I don't know, he might have had other sons. I don't know if they're oh, cunts, man, but shitload. there were two cunts.
3: Udi was one of them. And Couché. Cunts. Yeah,
0: they apparently like would
2: find people when they were getting married, they would take the bride, rape her, and then they would feed her to dogs. Wow, that's
0: that's a little Caligula.
2: They were off the top evil. Over the top. Whoa. Yeah, I read that and I I
0: had to stop reading. I was like, okay, I can't go on with this. That's another thing about aging. (sighs) Not giving a fuck, but also giving more of a fuck. When we were kids, we're the same age. We would watch all that Faces of Death shit oh, and yeah. couldn't get enough of it. Now, yeah. I don't want to, no, no, I can't watch that shit. Did you try that Stevia? No, I won't Give do it. To it. Again. I'll drink it. Oh. Of course you will. <laughs> I like it.
2: I'm looking at it. I'm like, he cracked it. He's never going to drink
0: it. Never going to drink it. Oh, it's so good. It makes my dick hard. <gasps> Bingo's all sugar-free and she, uh... would, she She used to like, get a Diet Coke. We're going through a drive through Diet Coke. Wow. And they press the little thing on the top of the, the to show you which one's diet and which one's regular. Right. Check this to make sure, because she knows how much I hate artificial sweeteners. Te- I don't want to no, know, because I don't drink that for a re- the aftertaste never leaves your fucking mouth. Stevia is no different. Splenda. What's the sucralose? It's awful. If I just thirsty- can't have sugar. So t- t- try this for me.
2: If you're a thirsty diabetic and you pull up to the Wendy's drive-thru at 1.45 a.m., what percentage of the time do you get a giant vat of sugar? If you're like, I just like extra large Diet Coke, that's it. Okay. Don't.
3: (laughs) At least one out of a hundred, you're getting a vat of sugar water. Right? At least yeah, one I out of hundred. I mean, I'm assuming it's kind of like, you know, her in restaurants, they don't brew anything other than decaf after eight o'clock. I think the dude who's monitoring that thing is going to slip on a
2: puddle of his own drool and slam his head into the regular Coke. And it's going <laughs> to fill your shit up with something that's going to give you a seizure. That's what I think. I'm going to fill that fucking thing up to the top with very little ice because oh, he doesn't want to be oh, cheap.
0: Oh, 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 this is where I was going. I fucking had a thing I was going to. Oh. This is about... Hennegan? Yeah, last year. Uh-huh. A year uh-huh. ago? A little bit over uh-huh. a year ago. End of the World Podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't know if I've seen you once since then. I think we saw each other once. Uh, I think you came to the store once.
3: You've beaten back on here, I think. I don't
0: know. Maybe. Maybe. Either way, End of the World Podcast. I was not in a good place,
2: mm-hmm. yes, to say the not. least. Yeah, but I'll, I will tell you one thing that I said to all my friends. I said, I admire the fact that you pushed through it, and even though you were like, a little bit, like, flustered, you were
0: still gregarious. I can't watch the video. Right? I'm, I'm sure. You were in a weird place. Tell everybody why. And like, my, my, my my gal, Bingo, had just gone into possibly terminal. She had a seizure, fell down, smashed her head on the cement, life-flighted in a coma. She might not make it. If she does make it, it might be worse than not making yeah. it at all. And I said, uh, I didn't know how to handle that. Buck, I didn't know either. I but know I made with- the decision since it, it happened during her 40th birthday party. So all wow. of her friends and family were at the house in Bisbee. It happened. So she's surrounded by all these people who took a week off to be there for a five-day party. They're there. I can't help her. She's in a coma. Me standing with the family staring at a half-corpse is not going to help. Bucket, I'm going to do this thing. This is a big deal. And it was... A huge, like pretty that. Pretty goddamn epic, Douglas. Fucking
2: amazing. We were there when Doug, Donald Trump was elected president, and Bill Burr might have had the greatest podcast appearance of all time. You know it, what it was like? It was like one of them Michael Jordan things that you would watch when you were a kid. And you're like, what the fuck? It's, <laughs>
0: it's it's how he his whole heckler YouTube thing in Philly. Yeah, that's him. And now he one upped it by doing the end of the world podcast. He's on fire?
2: He was on fire. I mean, he was on fire with the point where everybody stepped back except Who What was the gal that had a different? Oh, Sarah, well, this is Sarah where we're Tiana, going. Sarah. Sarah Tiana I don't a, know. That her. was all
0: because of Brian Hennigan. Exactly. It's this is, is where we're going. Yeah, because I wanted to name drop Olivia Grace She's hilarious fucking funny. She, did just did a show. When she was like 17 Yeah, she's like she said she started when she's 18 now. She's 22. She just yeah. did a show at my house They were just on tour that's Her hilarious. and uh, God damn it, I can't remember uh, something Jewish uh, with a first name. Jewie McJewstein? Oh no, it, they're, it, they're on tour. Fuck, I'm sorry, Jewie guy. Jew-y, Jewy Uh They were both funny. Jew-y, they showed Jew-y, up. Jew-y, Jew-y. God damn, look Jew-y, it up, find it somehow. Jew-y, Jew-y. Go, uh, Olivia Grace's Twitter. She's they're, hilarious. They're on
2: tour. Point being, Olivia Grace. Yeah.
0: So they come through. They had a night off. And they stayed at the house, and we forced them to do a show. Oh, it's, it sounds like rape. I don't know if that was Thanksgiving yeah. that or
2: what. You forced them to do a show. Yeah. Well, she it's didn't have shit. to watch me jerk off in 20 years doing a show. Forcing someone to do a show is going to be the new rape. <laughs> Eric Friedman.
0: Eric Friedman. Juie. The first name's not Jewy. Anyway, they they went up. It's like we had Castle Hulk. Rock Kenny go up and do <laughs> rap first, so. Well, we have her. a little stage in our little fun house where we do our podcast, <laughs> right. and we we can make it a show like that. And it's always the best audiences. Never has a show failed there. They're always great because they're in my, your house. Yeah, but my the people that come to my house don't. Right. they couldn't name their favorite comedian because they don't know. They'd go, well, Jim Belushi. Is he a comedian still? They don't. They're great. They killed. She fucking crushed. Cool. But she told me, let's get back to end of the world podcast. I had told Hennigan, "Yeah, we, we should probably have some kind of diversity." This is before that night. Sounds All rules like are for a fucking
2: Development deal.
0: Well, no, when we were planning it out, what it should be. <laughs> that night, I'm fucked. My right. head is. Is my lady gonna live or die? Right. Why am I here? I shouldn't have done this. Right. Uh, let's make the best of it. I go in the bathroom in the fucking. The shower. Some for some reason they have a There's shower. A shower at the back of the comedy store. In no the one's the ever room. used it once. Yeah, it's so stupid. I would go back there and I'd fucking fall apart crying, and then I'd come back out on stage and try yeah. to keep it together. Well, Hennigan is still thinking. I told. Well, we need women on this. It's all white men. So he's just. Hmm. He has no discretion. He's just getting any woman and forcing her on stage. And you're going, what the fuck? Why well, I wasn't I there. Go, that's-. I wasn't but No, there no, you when didn't know. You, you were Evelyn saying, North why Kelligan. is she? I go, it's probably my fault. I probably, why's your manager say we need women? Well, that's probably, I probably said it, but it-
2: here's the thing that's important. Most of the people that you had on that dais, that, that stage, whether it's Bill Burr, Whether it's Burt Kreischer or Doug or me. Jeffrey showed up with his kid. That was the weirdest. That was weird. He came on stage with a little kid. And we were like, hey man, you can't, you like literally can't do this. Legally, uh, like legally can't do this. I can't say it's okay to do this We can't talk about the same things that we were gonna talk yeah, in front of your kid and creep Like if you have your kid on stage and Doug wants to talk about <clears throat> anal Vibrators and like it's the the hardest he's ever come and you know and you yeah. know the the, the, the the gal was drowning and gagging But it felt so good. He's like <laughs> how long does it take before you could resuscitate someone with all no brain girl. damage? <laughs> like what if she blacks out from all the comments coming out because of this uh, well, let, let's get back Ma'am. to you this. You couldn't do that in
0: front of his kid. I don't want to. Uh, let me get the point yes. and let's sorry, go sorry, back sorry. to this Please do. because Olivia Grace, when she was down in Bisbee, she said she was there that night when Brian Hennigan was scouring the audience for female comics. Don't and throw Brian she's, under the bus. She's very boyish. She has a very short haircut. She's very boyish, and he said, like, "No, we need female comed- comedians." And he he tapped her and he went. Not you. <laughs> and then moved on. Oh, Brian, you're a <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia, if I did that, a discredit. <laughs> if there was a better story, you should well, have brought her out. Brian, call in she's on the hilarious.
2: You're fired. Anyway, you're so fired from the production of the End of the World Part Two. Um, let's do another one. When do you want to do it? I, we we have to find. I've been looking for it since you said that. Mm, let's do it in January. Let's do it at the Comedy Store in January, and let's uh, just find some random Tuesday.
1: It'd be good to Hey, do it. shut the fuck up! Who let this guy talk? <laughs> It'd be good if you had something to- Oh, maybe we can right. bring some women or some blacks. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any people of color We <laughs> yeah, can neither insert neither. into the podcast. Well, well, I'm sorry, do for, adapt- I'm sorry for adapting to America. Language?
2: Oh, listen! You're not adopted to America. You're influencing art. How dare you?
1: <laughs> Let's do it on the uh, the, in the the anniversary of the Amistad. Let's go. Per- Perhaps we should make this podcast comprised with Sharia law. Sure. can. we <laughs> comply with Sharia law? <laughs> uh, 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 you don't uh. want to be in Islamophobic on a podcast. It's 2018. <laughs> How, how long do even we wear I the burgers? <laughs> it's going to be on YouTube. You don't want to ruin the desert. No new ideas in the middle of the desert, lad. Hey, 2017! We need equal parts vaginas and penises. It doesn't matter how funny they are. Come on, we gotta avoid criticism at all costs.
0: I, again, I take
2: credit. I was probably Not the one who really. said it. No, I t- I, it's my fault. I fucked up. I should have talked to everybody
0: beforehand. There was but no talking to talked
2: to the security guards and said, don't let anybody back here. No one gets on stage unless Doug and I say yes. Tell Hannigan to shut well, the fuck I, up.
0: I, I, I know only from hearing secondhand, <laughs> even though I was I there. Know. I knew there was whatever that girl was. There was a Sarah beef. Tiana? Oh, Morgan Murphy was Morgan on it, too. Morgan Murphy's two. amazing. Fucking even and Eleanor was there. Look, and I like
2: Sarah Tiana too. I wasn't there when the issue happened, but she apparently had some issue, and it was it was a non. It was it was done in. It was all not a humorous discussion. It was like a sincere discussion of how bad it was mm. that Donald Trump was going to win and how bad it was for women because it was right after the grab them by the pussy video and so or audio. So there was a lot of shit going on, you know, and it, I Wasn't there I'd gone to the other room I did a set in the OR and I came back and everybody was like oh man you missed this crazy blowout between
0: Bill Burr and
2: yeah, Saratiana. That,
0: that's my point is That is not a negative or a deficit if there's huge blown up conflict on you're a right. podcast people actually That's not what we planned you're right but people will click on it because they heard <laughs> at some point There's a big blowout as long as we can keep Sarah Tiana off Twitter
2: for a couple weeks. I, don't, I don't know her. I don't monsters, remember her. But I mean reading the people that commented on it. Oh. Like some of the people were like particularly fucking
0: mean when they commented on it. I'm like, okay, okay. Everybody relax. Bingo put out a book. It's a, Not a book. It's a, she, her first mental institution stay when she was 5150 against her will. Like when she was hardcore crazy before we get together. She wrote, like, an Anne Frank diary in the moment of what's going on. And she put that out as a book, or her like, an Anne Frank diary. And, you know, bingo, she's a soft touch. And I'm like, yeah. you can't read comments. Oh, yeah. You're yeah, not yeah, strong yeah. enough. People on the Internet, there's going to be someone who's a fucking asshole. So just don't go there. She does. Eventually, someone's going to be a fucking cocksucker, and you're not going to be able to handle it. You're not like us. I have a hard time. I won't look at fucking YouTube comments. I don't want to know. Yeah. Well,
2: it's just not. Here's the thing. I wish everybody was cool. And there's there's an absolute reality when you do. You put out as much content as you or I or a lot of us. There's going to be some stuff that you like and stuff that you don't like. And there's just going to be styles you like. There's certain people that don't like styles. So someone, someone the other day online, I, I I showed a picture of me and David Attell. And they were like, fuck that guy. He's never funny. I'm like, oh, my God.
4: Okay, uh, I'm, I'm
2: uh, you can exist. I'm not, I don't think you should die. But I can't talk to you. I just can't. I just don't. I don't. There's no- I just- I got done watching David Tell for 20 minutes of the improv with a half a crowd, and I was fucking literally crying. It's me and you four You don't want to
0: do comedy again. Like it was you... wonderful. It was a
2: break. I got to be an audience member. It was amazing. But somebody out there was like, fuck that guy. Does he- If would he say fuck that guy if he's sitting next to me in that room that night? Man, there's no way. No. There's no way. There was only like... I'm, there might have been 60 people in that room, and Tell was destroying. I mean, destroying. I was like, you can't say fuck
3: that guy. If you watch that, it was so funny. But I, is, I, you go ahead. Go ahead. God. No, I, is, isn't it often the case that I know this definitely with Doug's audience? Do
2: you hate headphones?
0: That, yeah, they're hurting my fucking ears. That, you guys can swap oh out. God. But look, I just fucking sweat. But out. isn't it
3: the case that there's somebody who's like one of Doug's fans who's like, I'm helping Joe. By saying, get rid of that guy, because I just like want to it's hear a competition. There That's be the that. problem with yeah. the last comic standings. People right. go, oh, you're uh, way
0: better than so-and-so. Mm. It's not a competition. should. They be. do that in your face. Yeah, like, They'll do it
2: to you. They'll walk right up to you and go, in you in are so the, much funnier than that
0: guy. The uh, guy uh, that you brought right. out of your own pocket because you thought that this guy sh- should be mm-hmm. known to your audience. They yeah. act like this opening act was forced upon you. No, I brought him out of my own pocket because I thought you would enjoy him and he needs to be seen. Right. And you're fucking... I like that you do that. You do that like I do that. I think that's super important. You know, bring guys
2: like Brendan Walsh out on the road and all, all these dudes you bring out and, and tell people about them. But that's a, that's a big part about this era as opposed to the old eras is that I think this era is more supportive there's more opportunities, so people don't feel famine. You know, they don't feel like, oh, uh, only one guy could be the host of the Tonight Show. Like that's not a thing anymore. No, Nobody. no. I, like if somebody offered me the Tonight Show, I'd be like, what? <laughs> what? Do we, what do you want me to do? You want me to go and fucking talk about shit I don't want to talk about feel like how? How? how What do you think happens if you make more money? We you did think you uh, feel Ferguson
0: last night. Ferguson.
2: Uh, where Craig the Ferguson riot. Oh. is.
0: Uh, I thought you
2: meant where the riots took place.
0: No, no. Craig Ferguson. We did his up, podcast you? last night. And I told him, I go, I hated you when I first saw you because I don't watch late night. But if I was flipping channels and I saw you for a minute with your accent and getting your face into that like fisheye lens thing he would do in his monologue. I didn't like you until I heard you on Stern. And I all of a sudden he was a human being for an hour and 20 minutes. He's a guy with good stories. And he hated he's like. No one would accept the fact that he did not want to do anything else. They're offering right. him other projects. He's like, "No, I'm I'm good. I'm done." Well, you but know, Hollywood hates that. He I know. He quit.
2: I mean, I that think that's the greatest thing about his decision making. Like he's like, "I don't want to do this anymore." And now he does stand up, and he just did a Netflix special.
0: Yeah, and he's doing a yeah. podcast because he goes, "I got to do something. I, yeah. I want to talk, but I don't want to do it by their rules." And they, no one believes when you don't have. That's kind of half the through line of the book is Mm. when you i want to do what i do but i no one buys that you don't need to be more famous right i don't i uh i likened it to eating eggplant
3: if i eat a little bit of
0: eggplant and i don't like it i know i don't want more eggplant's delicious do you You know oh with stevia Hmm. on it you
2: (laughs) you ever had eggplant
0: parmesan one time like my it? mother tried to make it and it was so grotesque that when she's wow. saying you gotta eat it And then when she tried it, she goes alright give give me all your plates. This came out bad wow. <laughs> Sorry,
2: well, maybe that's what it was Maybe if you Point went to like being, a real Italian restaurant you, Yonkers or something like that if
0: you don't like a little bit of fame You know, you're not gonna like a lot. Yes. so it's not like um, well I think you like a little bit. Let's be a real, little bit right You like a little bit
2: And I think a little bit is good. I think it's all good as long as the numbers are manageable and you can stay yourself. I think the real problem is when you go, look, here's the best example. Michael Jackson. There's never been a better example in the world of toxicity due to celebrity status. Like you hit critical levels. You hit some Three Mile Island shit. You hit some Chernobyl shit. It's impossible to maintain the amount of energy that's coming your way as a normal human being. I mean, you don't have any unique DNA that allows you to deal with the idea that 300 million people know who you are, or more.
0: If and you're want Michael a s- Jackson, swath of your clothing they want to as tear you your by.
2: DNA out and put it in a Petri dish and make a fucking clone and, out of you. And
0: frame it and put yeah. it in their man cave.
2: And there's a bunch of people that think that maybe you're molesting kids and you got a fucking amusement park in your backyard and you're literally losing your mind. And you tell a guy, hey, man, I can't sleep. I want you to anesthetize me every night in a fucking tube. Just put me, put me in some fucking crazy hyperbaric chamber and pump in the gas. I mean, this guy was off the fucking reservation. There had never been anybody that famous before. He was literally the, f- the guy with the candle at the end of the universe. Going, oh, my God, I think there's, keep, there's more room. There's, no one's ever been here before. He's, no one's ever been that famous. And what happened? He, he went crazy. He went completely insane and died young. And no, and nowhere between 1990 and 2017 does it look like any of what's happened to him is manageable. It's like he's running down a, a, a hill, like tumbling down a hill. And he's okay for the first decade, maybe the first two decades. But after a while, he's just getting chewed the fuck up psychologically, physically. He keeps getting more plastic and his surgery. Psyche, I, don't, I,
0: I don't think he was ever very stable psychologically.
2: No, no, I don't think so either. I mean, I don't know, but have you ever seen that documentary on him? It's fucking amazing. This is, that's, I love that.
0: The, that documentary is, it? is the What's first time. This is it. This is it. Yeah, it's amazing. Where, brilliant. Again, I don't know music. To watch that, you go, oh, this guy really did know what the fuck he was doing. I oh, just yeah. don't get it. He was really brilliant. I just think the songs suck. Well, they suck but in, I, I,
2: in terms you, of like what you want to hear right now, like everything requires context, right? Like if you were, do you remember when, I was a kid, and I remember this really clearly because I was in high school and I was living at home and I was listening to WCOZ in Boston, no, WFNX. FNX, no. No, WCOZ. That was right. WCOZ in Boston. It was a radio station in Boston in the 1980s. It's a rock and roll station. And the guy came on who's a DJ. I wish I could remember. It wasn't Mark Parento, who's like the big one. was Charles Dave Madera in the Ma- morning. <laughs> but the guy came on. He played Michael Jackson. He played a Michael Jackson song. I think it was Beat It. And he said, Look, I know this. No, he, said, he played Billie Jean. He goes, I know this isn't rock and roll because it's so good. I have to play it. And he played it, and he played Billy Jean. and I remember there it. was
0: no Twitter back then booking with this exactly. Nigger music.
2: <laughs> well, not only that, this guy was a real DJ. He was like one of the last of the real DJs that could literally decide, "Hey, I just heard Wolf this man Jack. A ama- yeah, this Lou Reed record that you fuckers have to hear from the beginning to the end. I want you to listen from the beginning to the end. so I'm going to play this. You know, you hear Bruce Springsteen when he was like 30. You know, like beginning to the end, you know, like those days to do that used to sit there and listen and you'd be that doesn't exist anymore like that. And there's too many. This is one of the problems with money, right? There's problems with trademarks and the ability to put things on YouTube and whether or not you can get credit for this or put that up or that up. like. A radio station, if it just wanted to appear right now and, pr- and do like that kind of a thing, it'd probably be almost impossible. Like, How many radio stations are there in the world
0: where they would let you just play a whole Bruce Springsteen album from the beginning to the end? Well, terrestrial radio at this point could probably play you know, child porn, just soundtracks, and no one's listening anymore. <laughs> do you still do, like, no. goober in the morning when you have to promote a gig? I don't have to I do don't, that. but I miss some people. I miss Kevin and Bean. Johnny Dare in Kansas City. (laughs) I miss that guy. He's a good guy. We didn't have to do it, but Johnny Dare and I have enough of a history. So when I went to Kansas City, I got there the night before. I said, all right, if I wake up at 6 a.m., which I did, and we went down just for fun, and we took over morning radio, and Johnny Dare, in passing, He's like, he knows my house is all weird, so he's showing me pictures of his house. And he's got all sorts of fucked up weird kind of things, and... What's his name? Patrick McGee. Oh. <laughs> he comes no, full circle, I'm like, ladies I go... Uh, no, I go, uh, yeah, my, my tour manager, Greg Chaley, does Ghost Ride. He goes, all this shit came from Ghost Ride. I go to the St. Louis... Yeah, that's the second time now that a morning radio guy like Joe Rogan... I'm morning, morning, morning. Uh, Meanwhile, Hennessy is over there reading Hennessy. Yeah, well, no, exactly. I, I,
1: I, I, I was just
3: checking up on. <laughs>
1: oh, I was just reading the comments and seeing if we should all start a behavior. guest and perhaps a, bringing more diversity. Yeah. I've got a few African hang students on, I would on. like to
0: have into the studio. For the record, Hennigan is not technically a guest. His name's Hennessy. But, but when he's on a when Hennessy is a phone. guest on my podcast, he does the same thing. He'll sit there. Like uh, You can't comments. fucking read your laptop.
3: While you're a guest, you can't do that. Close that shit, bitch. I just wanted to look at... He's he's uh, fine. He's he's tweeting. I was looking at the... uh, Because I remember noticing this before. Somebody had edited out the best of Bill Burr on the podcast election night as a standalone video. Oh, yeah. And it's got 900,000 views. Just the best of Bill Burr. He
2: smashed it. He smashed it. Like It was so perfect for him because he had material
0: fucking held it up. It was awesome.
2: But it was great to have in all those other people keep me. coming in. No, dude, dude, you were great. Listen, you got it. You and I have been friends for so long. I knew what you we were going through. I was like, I just don't know what to do. I didn't know how to handle it. I
0: didn't know to joke around with you. But I was trying to bail out of it before yeah. the coma. Yeah. I was saying, I, I, don't, I, I don't think I'm the guy for the job. You're like, fuck you. You're coming to L.A. Ah. So then when the seizure happened, I go, he's going to think that her coma is an excuse. I didn't. I but I was in a How about Marilyn place.
2: Manson backstage with
0: a golf shirt on or something. Oh shit. my god, he that showed was, up.
2: He so showed normal. up
0: like the end of the movie Flight, which is the best ending to a movie ever. That's the Denzel Washington where he crashes the plane, mm. but he saves the entire crew like, like Sully. Lost. Like, like lost. Sully. Right. Like yeah. Lost. At, but he well, was fucked up. <laughs> he was jacked and fucked in the movie. Right. And at the end, he's drunk as shit. And John Goodman, his drug dealer, comes in and fixes him with cocaine so he can testify. Whoa. It's That's the really? best ending of a I movie might have to ever. I've that movie. Watch the beginning and then fast forward through the fluff in the middle and get to the end. And it's one of the best. Manson okay. showed up where I. Uh, there's Jamie Takedowns, beginning. The Void to the Middle. There's an Artoid, Artoid, there's a giant picture in Johnny's house where I'm staring at this. It looks like Manson. And I, fuck, Manson, as weird and unstable as he is, is the only guy I can think of that would understand where I am right now. Why I'm here, how fucked I am, what's going on. And I called him and he answered his phone, which he never answers his phone, at 530 at night, which is... Morning for him. And I told him what's going on. He said, I'll be there in 30 minutes. And he <laughs> showed up with Krispy creams and cocaine. And he that's fixed rockstar, the whole folks. problem. And then he showed up and he sat backstage. He wouldn't come out on stage. And once we're, I was beckoning for him to come out, that's when his management people... Caught wind of the fact that he's about to go out, and his handler had to drag him away. But he saved my fucking life that night. Who
2: are his fucking handlers? Who knows? We need to talk to them. That tell them to they'll re- be,
0: relax. They're they're writing Look a book at me. right now.
2: Relax, settle down. You're you're handling Marilyn Motherfucking Manson, okay? All right, there you go. It's not Jim Neighbors, okay? <laughs> You just let them He's one of the few go. guys
0: that are actually
2: still doing rock it.
0: and roll guys.
2: Really doing it. Oh my yeah. god. You, they just want to like, what do they want to do? Keep them out of legal trouble, keep them alive. Get the know. fuck out of here. You need like a secondary f- version. You need like like guys who are lawyers who are on Adderall and they report to the lawyers who are sober. Like you have like two filters. You have dudes who like understand people on coke <laughs> cuz they're basically on like some sort of the synthetic coke and then you have they report like, they have to wear, like, police body cameras. And they report to the lawyers who are sober who get drug tested every day. And they go, okay, what exactly is going on? And everybody, like, everybody has a say. And they, they bean count together. And they go, how do, what do we, how, do we, how do we handle this? Well, we handle this by the fact that we're handling Marilyn fucking Manson. Let him do it. Let him go. Give him the gun. Give him the rubber gloves. Buy the rubber gloves. He's such a sweet dude. Yeah, he's a very nice guy. I met him a couple of times. He's always been very friendly, like genuinely friendly. Sorry, oh.
0: I turned that on. I've, uh,
2: Do you have I was, was going to show you a picture. Messages. I can't wait
0: to tweet this, but I, I have like to wait for the right like the fact that time. you
2: shut off your phone like a gentleman. Plus, I like the fact that your phone makes a starting noise from 2006. <laughs> what is that? I, one
0: of them Sam, Samsung Galaxy Rogan, Rogan ones. used to bust my balls because I was the last guy with a flip phone. So depressing. And you'd have all the new gadgetry. <laughs> and I was so proud to have a flip phone. But when we started working the U.K., Nobody calls everyone only texts Mm -hmm. because I guess phone calls cost a fucking thousand pounds a minute or something Hmm. So I had to actually get a smartphone, but I still long for the flip phone days Well, Samsung just came out with a new phone. That's a hybrid It's
2: a combination of a smartphone and a flip phone and you open it up and you can get an actual keyboard And you talk to people just like a regular flip phone and when you're done you hang it up and the front of the phone is a bezel-less smartphone. Oh. So the front of the phone bezel-less. acts like yeah, like you could do text messages, mm-hmm. you could view the internet and then when you want to open it up and make phone calls, it acts like a regular old school flip phone. And people really like it in
0: terms of like pressing physical buttons.
3: Yes. Yeah. Have you can seen you it, Jamie? watch a
0: movie on your fucking smartphone? I know no. people that on half of Bisbee, they don't have cable. That's why football is popular at my house cuz no one has TV. So they can't watch it unless they come to my house. But I know people that watch, they'll just sit and watch an entire movie on a phone. Right. I can't watch it on a 32-inch screen. I, I need a big fucking screen to watch a movie.
2: Yeah, I think 100%. I go, the only time that there's that phone, the only time is like when you're on a plane or something, you're trapped and all you have is your phone. Look at that phone, Doug. Look at that screen. So the front of it is, is it like 60 an 60 inches? No, That would be an awkward phone call. You can't carry that around, bro. You don't even understand inches, bro. That's uh, the size of like an iPhone 6 or some shit. Actually, it looks a little bigger than that, doesn't it, Jamie? <laughs> yeah. How big is this it? Is, what, how big uh,
0: is the screen? Uh, I had it on another webpage. This is what, when I had to decide which picture goes in the book and which doesn't because there's too many dick pics. Right. I, I deleted this and put in the me pulling my dick out in front of Louis CK, but I can't wait to tweet this. Let me see that. <laughs> I have to apologize. Right I was wrong. I what oh. Did,
2: you touched it wrong. I didn't touch it. Oh. Jesus Christ! So di- He's angry. No, he's. By uh, the way, this is a bad touch. System, bad touch, Rogan. Gotta ramp this thing up. Yeah.
0: yeah. Are we? Are we out? Are we going towards a? Yeah, I pulled my dick out in front of her, but what about the mm. three or four people in between? Everybody seems okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that no, was back when I was kind of my thing. Sarah Silverman's there. She's smart. Yeah, no, that's the Did point. Did you ask? Did you ask first? No, no, I was fluffing. You, might get you can shamed. tell in the picture I was fluffing, but uh, are you prepared for shame? I'm, I'm ready for it. You might get it.
2: You might have to get this. Um, is there a place where people can view this, or is it going to exist? No, I was going to tweet it.
1: Hmm, Let me talk to you about this.
0: All right, let's wait. Let's wait I've well, got some already ideas. said Sarah Silverman
2: Sarah Silverman is a friend and a wonderful comedian and a colleague And I think you and I both respect her as equals. I, I do I, I don't think that's I the... didn't
0: want her to get into any trouble because she wrote a is it right. okay to love Louis CK thing Call me well, first. Is it okay to love me cuz uh, here's yeah. me with my dick out in front Here's of the you. thing it might not be anymore.
2: This is why we need to burn that you need to burn your whole phone You need to get <laughs> a modern phone that allows you to take photos and get online And then you need to burn that thing because you can't you can't have those pictures (laughs) You can't have those pictures floating around it's important
0: man. I'm sorry. I was the guy that put it out (sighs) It's so sad those are those are developed pictures from a photo mat I think it's gonna take a little time But once once we
2: get through this we're gonna find some sort of a reasonable uh, Agreement where when you can and cannot pull your dick out because what we need to do when uh, people are young boys and girls install a small like uh, some sort of a sexual equivalent to a turkey tester, or something like uh, like a green light, you know, like, like, ding, like goes off, like, okay, you can pull your dick out now, sir. Like, I'm 23 years old, I've been going to college, uh, but I've that's had sex more with the time you men. should
0: pull your dick out. It's when mm. I, you're our age, that's inappropriate, unless they're our age, too, which, you know what, there's no 50-year-old comics hitting on 50-year-old women. Mm, Maybe. Which is... Uh, Maybe, but, like, what if, like, it's a woman like uh, Christy Brinkley. She's, like, 63. She's still hot as fuck. Well, then you go, oh, my God, I'm your age, so Mm. I know who you are. Unlike young men, Mm. you're just happy to be there. You don't pull your dick out. I wish I did this years ago when it was erect. (laughs) How many people would be mad if a woman pulled her
2: vagina out? Almost zero. Right? Like, who would feel threatened? That's the real problem. The real problem is the physical violence potential and the number of people that have been raped. That's the real problem. Because if it's just about weird sex things, like... Well, this is... and
0: Which is the bit that I've been Brinkley working on, is the
2: difference between... Hot as fuck.
0: Take it or leave it. Yo. Come on, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Christy Brinkley does not live a human life in perfect lighting with perfect makeup. You don't need that with the perfect angle. Dark ones with No, at some point she's hunched over like I am with this posture, Mm. wearing reading glasses thicker than ours, trying to focus Mm. on something on a laptop, and that spill belly is hanging over her cunt because eight kids came out of it. That's
2: when you both put on mascot. At masks like you're the squirrel and she's the raccoon and you guys just fuck mm-hmm. by the firelight Just get right in front of that uh, goddamn fireplace and go to town Molly and is so overrated cuz it leads to all these problems yeah, <laughs> no It Certainly one... can it certainly can lead to uh, like a weird unofficial bond with people right like like if everybody imagine this if every if like hugging people if like committing to hugging people was like as
0: intimate as committing to having sex with people well hugging people is really quick right and no one says oh he hugged too soon he right. he I was, I, was, I was hoping it was going to be a long hug, but his hug was done like in seconds, ah! like he was a teenager on his first hug. Like the,
2: the man does not have the right to pull out of the hug before the woman wants to end the hug, like, the, <laughs> period. We all know this. Can you hug this, twice
1: in a night? No, no,
2: <laughs> don't do it, because the second hug will be unenthusiastic and not representative of your soul, yeah. who you are as a spiritual being. You need to only hug, that's fucking, dumb. once
0: a week. Once but a that's week why with someone porn, you love. Porn has <laughs> changed the game. Porn <laughs> has ruined fucking, mm. and it's continuing to ruin fucking. Like, that it's just setting you up for robot fuck dolls. Have you seen that stripper uh, robot
2: that mm-hmm. gyrates on the stri- on the uh, the pole? No. There's a robot that goes on the stripper pole, and the ro- it's a, clearly a robot. You see all the mechanical parts, but it's moving his ass like some beautiful woman with, like, a perfect ass. You Okay, okay. Like, we are so close to not being able to tell. Like, I don't know if we understand what exponential increases in technology are. Look at this. Look at this robot. She's gyrating on this pole. So she's holding this pole. Okay. Well, right now, you can see her joints and all that stuff, and I know she's not a human, even though she's wearing high-heeled shoes, how many more years do we have before that
0: is fixed? But how how often did you need that? You went to see strippers because you wanted the threat of getting pussy. You didn't need her to spin around a brass pole. If she was just there, vacant, robotic, and ass, uh, a splay, right. and a kimbo, you just fuck her. You wouldn't go, I need you to dance. I need to want it more. All that does is make you want it when you didn't want it to begin with, oh, I didn't think about fucking till she did all that thing on the brass pole. Now I have a boner. Now I'm using that as my leader. Do you know what I'm saying? Not particularly. Du- yeah. Like if Do you, you weren't thinking about fucking, Brian, and then there's a girl dancing around a brass right. pole, oh. shaking her ass. Seduction. Like, oh, now I have a boner, yeah. now I'm thinking about fucking where I would have just talked to you. Well, if a girl's just sitting outside reading a book not
2: thinking about fucking, and Jason Momoa shows up, and he's in an open shirt, like some Who sort of... Who is this guy that you fantasize about? The guy from the
0: Game put, of Thrones, come Put him on, put him
2: on. And yeah. he's, he's chopping wood. Travis? With a is giant, that his name,
0: Travis? Jamie. Jamie's he's chopped, he's
2: chopping wood with a giant axe, and the girls get all juicy just looking at him, because he's perfect. That's him. Mm. Shut the fuck up. Come on. I was going to say, with a
0: nipple ring, but that was yeah. the cursor. Mm, yeah. <laughs>
2: Come on. It's a handsome man.
0: He's very friendly, no, too. No, he's not. I met him at Whole
2: Foods. You're not. You say he's not because you're not a woman. And by the way, no. he's about 6'4". There's foot a, four. Baseball a giant player. person.
0: What's his name? From the Nationals. The most beautiful man in sports. I sure. always call him Jason... Uh, Justin? J- uh, he's the, the guy with the big beard from the Nationals. He's a fucking oh, gorgeous yeah, Justin, Viking, but that Justin. guy's a muscle-bound... You're into weird dudes. Mm. I'm going to have to say this, I'm Joe. Gr- you're I'm going to do the girls like. <laughs> Worth. <laughs> Worth with an E. Mm. W-E-R-T-H. That guy is fucking gorgeous. Okay, it's Jason not a competition. Yes, Douglas. it is. It is Why? fucking Why do you have an
2: issue with Jason Momoa? Because He's we're going to end man. this podcast
0: with a Twitter... Who do you like? Are we ladies. Because you know we both have 80% male this. fan bases. <laughs> so, More than that. I on went eighty four. I went on Instagram. I looked Jason up. Worth. Okay, there, I'm get, with you. He's beautiful. Right that's the one. The so one, one you traps. were just touching, that's the one. Look at his traps. Fucking that guy. I bet it. he looks Come great on. naked. I bet do you have naked dick, photos
2: of I bet Jason he's a Worth? Dick like Google a baseball it. bat. A giant one. All Not right. even one of those ladies, ones you give out for free. Are you
0: ladies listening? Jason Worth or Jason Momoa. Oh,
2: oh, battle of the Jasons! battle of the Jason's listen. It's just a matter of like, what do you want to do? do? Do you want to live in a mansion, or do you want to live on the beach and raise your kids in the sand? Okay, you got to pick your poison. I have no idea. How Jason to- Momoa is like he came over on a fucking raft Like he's like some kind of Polynesian God. He's from Hawaii It's like six. is kind four.
0: of uh, the most expensive state to live in only for He's white people. He's a refugee? For
2: white people. You're not even paying yeah. attention. Do you know how many islands are on Hawaii, bro? <laughs> Five? So <laughs>
0: racist. Five? <laughs> uh, sorry, is this a bonus question? <sighs> uh, do you smell like smoke enough that you're going to get in trouble when you get home? No. How old are your kids now?
2: Seven and nine for the young ones. I've got a... a, a, a Daddy a, smells like done, cigarette though. smoke. I've got shirts here that I could change. But oh. it's good that you did this. You chain smoked through this because we realized this system sucks. <laughs> yeah, I, I <laughs> noticed that earlier. Whoever is uh, making the system, I've been breathing it. I've definitely got a secondhand nicotine high. It should be called you the Stanhope test. In the air just right it doesn't her. work.
0: Stanhope no, test. It didn't. Yeah, he we did, got to call. Jason the people did that tell me before he showed up go, late. Hey,
2: uh, you got to think like a bar. Right, think like right. a bar. Yeah. Don't think like your grandma
0: smoking occasionally in the bathroom. Yeah. We're gonna get he a said bathroom that, fan. I said, did not <laughs> Rogan put this system in specifically for me? And he goes, I think so.
2: <laughs> Definitely for you and Dice Clay. You and too. And to a tell. Yeah, Nutel. Yeah, he's another one.
0: He can't live without the cigarettes. We were outside. He just keeps going. Just, I just did five wow. days off of him coming into this. Did you really? Quit for five days, quit everything for five days except medicinal drinking. Do a couple shots of whiskey because at this point can't quit cold turkey. Very dangerous, right. deadly. I understand.
2: So now, when you, uh, <clears throat> what was harder? Um, like, how,
0: what does it feel like to take five days off of cigarettes? When I do it my way, perfect, fantastic, because. I no one can come around me if I don't have to do a phoner or right. write a thing write a book do when you write Do you like to smoke? That's the hardest thing of everything. Says I says that too. Doing stand-up writing is that's where it's integral to the process chain smoking mm. Tap 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 smokes tap 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 smoke whiskey drink tap 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 Yeah, everything else I get over Writing was the only. You know, when I find like sometimes I was, some
2: of my best bits have been me drunk on an airplane.
0: I, I have the exact opposite where I, I talk about, I get off an airplane drunk and I have <laughs> stacks of cocktail napkins. I say if it says Delta on the napkin, this Throw joke sucks, <laughs> and they're not even jokes. They're pontificating. <sighs> mm. What about this and that? maybe twice feel... in 20 years i've gotten good bits off a drunk airplane <laughs> twice in 20 years is a good number though
2: if you could find one thing where you could do like 300 times you could get 20 great bits or twice you yeah. know two great even two like you like think about how many days
0: you spend trying to write to get two great bits it's uh the amount of bad bits though where i yeah. i'm embarrassed to have the napkin in my pocket like what the fuck does this you, even mean you have mean? those saved Owen Smith has a great show he's doing.
2: Where he has you Don't. pull out your old notebooks, fucking you
0: cocksucker!
2: I did Brian
1: Hannigan told me, "No, no, we're going to make a show out of this." Brian Hannigan,
2: you lazy bitch! You didn't even your research your first notebook. Not I've been doing it for a while. My first yeah.
0: notebook, where you have yeah. to go and read the shit you wrote in 1990 that you thought was brilliant. Yes. Well, oh, here's the no. thing.
1: No, we're trying here's to sell this as a show. What? Don't tweet about it. Why does it have to be isolated to one individual? How come you can't
3: do it as well?
0: See how he just shut the fuck up because yeah. he knows he's wrong?
3: Well, no, well, I, actually, Joe just made my point. <laughs> you weren't listening to I don't him. think there's
2: anything wrong with you going over your your notebook, but going into other people's notebooks, then you're sort of... Like, if you decide, like, hey, I'm Doug oh. Stanhope, and I want to break out my notebook and tell you how fucking terrible my 1993 oh, Owen were.
0: Owen Benjamin goes into other people's notebooks? No, Owen Smith.
2: Oh. Not Owen Benjamin. Right. Owen Benjamin's upstate New York. Owen Smith... LA, hilarious comedian, he goes into yours. He br- I had to bring out my oh. shit. I brought out some shit from 1990. I had some like 1991 notebooks. Yeah. They were terrible. I had like orchestrated crowd work. Then you ask the crowd this and they're like, yeah, we like fucking girls. Oh, it was, oh. Oh, it was brutal. It was so Oh, scrunching. I want to be on that show yeah, since I
0: created it. it, but my but creator didn't let me busy. create. Feeding the flowers. Owen Smith, good on you for doing it first. How long ago did you guys come up with the idea? When, when everyone else was coming up with other I did it about things. a year ago. I a did his set thing. list in the last three years.
2: Yeah, I did his thing within a, a year and he already had it. Like he'd it's already a, been yeah, filming I, it.
0: I, I, I am not. Hey, comedy no, police listen. that are civilians <sighs> listening. You don't have to. Don't, I'm not saying he stole my idea. No I'm saying. No one thinks that. Don't no, fucking yourself. no! It's the Who? it's the listeners dummies? that think they are Don't the comedy
1: police. Don't talk to dummies. Just let them be dummies.
0: Hate it. Hey, oh, I so to and so the idea. was doing your. Pu- I saw so and so did your bit. He was talking about porn, and you talk about porn. Um, you fucking shut up. Let us police ourselves. Please. I was going to
1: register the bit, but I had to patch the tires for a road trip. <laughs>
0: you're, doing, you're going so Irish, which is better because he hates to. the Irish.
1: <laughs> I was about to.
0: I was about to
1: Are we closing
0: on. this podcast? Because I'm saving a piss. Either Just, I'm going to piss. Let's let it go. And let's s- re- s- slide that book over here. Oh, Doug Stanhope. Also, yeah. oh, someone's Also. Oh, to do has work.
1: First of all, what's important is uh, a diversity. We'd like to have more diversity in this room. But diversity. unfortunately, only diversity. White men
3: diversity is what we're you looking tour? for. Is that what we saying? We need more women Tell on you, the podcast. Say the tour. Go ahead. Say the tour. Uh, Doug Stanhope, Australia, April 2018. I, he's going
1: down under, but does what? he know that the world is flat?
3: And to never get there <laughs> so, so is that Is that me Heckling myself i'm yeah, sure Heckling I, yourself Okay Doug Stanhope in April He's
0: going to be in Adelaide Brisbane Canberra uh, Melbourne Perth Sydney and uh, also, we'll be, oh, 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 oh not don't, you oh, don't tickle me. Ring, if uh, you come
1: to the end of the rainbow, there'll be a bucket of gold for your lad. Ooh. <laughs> you're,
0: so, ooh. you're so Irish-ing him, and it makes him even snappier.
3: Oh, I hate- also, ooh, we're doing the Far I East before sausage. that. We're also doing Hong Kong, Singapore, Ho Chi Minh, City. Please don't
2: be racist. Hey. I, don't, I can't have this on my podcast. Ho
0: Chi Minh. God. He's still a guy. That's true. I think he's still over there. Yeah, yeah. I think he does a karaoke or something. I don't know.
2: <laughs> so DougStanhope.com. Yeah, yeah. Just go there. Buy the book. Here's the book, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. I really need this the money. Is not fame <laughs> one of my all-time favorite humans. Douglas Stanhope, ladies and gentlemen. Brian Hannigan, you know we love you. Thank we you. We fuck with you because you tolerate it. Uh-huh. You gotta fight back. Oh yeah. Okay? You can't keep taking this from us. This is mm-hmm. not right. It makes me feel bad. <laughs> we go after you and we team up on you. I just feel and I'm like, please fire back, Mr. Hannigan.
3: Somewhere, Somewhere a storm is brewing.
2: Your new nickname is Hennessy though. <laughs> <laughs> Accept <laughs> it. Accept it. You need it's, to get you a censor everywhere you go. Some covassier, perhaps. It's better than
3: shenanigan or Heineken. Which everyone thinks oh, is hilarious. Brian Shenanigans. <laughs> I like that
2: even better. That's like the verbal equivalent of the Hawaiian shirt.
0: You just gave us two we have to choose from Brian H- Shenanigans Hennessy. or Brian uh,
2: Heineken. Hennessy. No, he like said
0: his two he hates worse. Yeah, so now we have to choose from like the two. I like Tennessee
2: because it makes him uncomfortable because it's associated with African Americans. What? So I like that better. I didn't know that. Oh, Hen- yeah. oh, oh, I didn't yeah.
1: know that. I'm from another land. I appreciate We don't have. No. Oh, I plead ignorance, <laughs> I didn't know nothing about your cuvassier eh? <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> What? Mad Dog 2020 P- Purple I drank, thought that was a good purple dog Purple drank, drank. vision
0: Drank his past tense, what's this purple drank? Wait, wait, I happen to mm. like
3: Mickey's, as you
2: know Do you drink orange soda and eat fried chicken around black people or no? I beg your pardon? He doesn't, exactly.
0: he's never around black people We cloister him, is that a word? Doug Stanhope.com
1: Douglas is running away hey, His bro, boot I apologize I, available. Is is available I, available I right told now? you
0: via text I was going to wear my uh, brown print uh, Yeah. And I, I, came, an in an an I came in it my pajamas I'm sorry It looks very comfortable I, I
2: like comfort uh, I uh, This is not fame by Douglas Stanhope uh, Forward pain. by Drew Prinsky, MD yep. Dr. Drew wrote the forward Yeah Alright All right. It's a great forward. Was Dr. Phil busy? (laughs) ha, Mr. (laughs) Hennessy. Always good to see you, my brother. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Always great to be here. You know we love you, right? No. Okay. And this is a very impressive facility. Thank you, sir. All right, folks. We'll be back tomorrow with the the great and powerful Chris Stapleton, one of my favorite musicians. Tomorrow.
1: Wow.